0: hello everybody and welcome back to the best film podcast and your favorite film podcast hopefully uh the average film enjoyer uh we are excited to be here with you today uh we've been really talking up this episode uh as if you are a regular listener you know we're reviewing the dark knight trilogy today uh the second greatest trilogy of all time um right behind lord of the
1: rings guys i mean it 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 might be three for me but debatable that's just because i um used the before trilogy harder oh that's
0: true that's true um but yeah we are excited to get into it today but first before we get into anything we have a guest today we haven't had a guest in a while today we have on our friend cash from the film scoop podcast who we have been quoting the last few episodes Um, so I will put a link down, uh, to their podcast down in the description, uh, whether you're listening or you're watching this, it'll be in the description. Go check out theirs. It's easily the hardest I laugh during any film podcast. It's a blast. Um, and last thing I want to say before we get into it and cash, you go through your letterbox top four, if you are related to me, or if you are under the age of like 17 turn off this episode this episode is not for you i know we've been doing clean and we will continue to do that after this episode um but this episode there's no holding back this is going to be very it may get crass it may get uh uncomfortable but it's going to be a blast and uh so mom please Turn off this episode. Yeah, um, I don't know if you I know don't... this,
1: Cash, but Carl or Trey's mom has been listening to the podcast recently, oh so God. he's like, can oh you keep
0: God. it clean?" We're trying to keep and it clean, and it, I mean, it's preferred. it's not like a huge problem, but it's just like we you guys got to be conscious. But this episode. We're we're not we're not we're, we're going we're, all in.
1: Yeah. yeah, we were talking about tenant, and I was like, Trey's mom, please close your ears. Tenant is just hard <laughs> dick shit. Like it's just hard shit. And I was like, I can't hold back. It's the only way to describe it.
2: Yeah, Dude, um, I had to keep up the fact that I had a podcast in general a secret from my mom, and then Carl slipped and accidentally told her that we podcast. <laughs> oh, for the name, and I won't tell her, because I will be myself. I won't say what I want to say if I know she's listening. Yeah, so, yeah, does yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I, yeah, I was. I remember when the the film scoop awards came out. The Scoobies. I was Scoopies. telling my girlfriend about some of the awards and like the back half of the show. It's like biggest come moment, biggest cock moment, and it's like she's like, "What is wrong with you?" And I was like, I'm <laughs> the <best time laughs> that's the only way you can describe a moment." Like true. You know, it's, it's just true. big big time, big time I was I was looking through Carl's letterboxed. I mean, he's he, he's got decent takes, except I just saw Watchmen and three and a half stars. Do you also not like Watchmen?
2: I I like Watchmen. What's it? What do I have it at? Like three and a he half? He had a four? three and a half. That's what
1: he has at a three
2: and a half. I think I've got it at a four. I like it. I've been wondering. Trey, to have you seen it? it?
0: No, and I need... I Because I want to watch the TV show. Do I watch... Yeah, I have to watch the TV show. No, I don't have they're, to, but like...
1: They're, they're completely different stories.
0: Oh, they are. Okay, then I need to check it out. Dude, they're both like L. Barbie rating? That, what the hell?
1: Uh, three and a half stars? I'll take a three and a half, bro. Honestly, I'll take a three and a half. That's crazy to me. Yeah, um... Watchmen... I don't know if you've seen the TV show, Cash, but, like, the TV show is... It's a lot more character study driven like it's i mean my favorite show of all time the leftovers is also the same director as watchmen so a lot of the episodes are like pure character stories it's not directly a superhero show or anything yeah it's it's on Mm. max so like you can just go watch it but it is it's a very deeply character driven show about a lot of societal issues but then it's got the crazy superhero shit and like i think episode seven or eight is purely devoted to the origins of dr manhattan and it is yeah. so fucking peak oh my isn't, god it, I,
0: isn't, what the candy man at one star uh, that's insane the remake I, it's yeah okay. dude Re- I, oh, I love the remake so much. wait oh, have you I seen the original
1: it. no i haven't i haven't dude, the original's peak I've i heard that one's good remake. though the, yeah. the remake is shit compared to the original, but I understand I'm sure. a one star. Uh, um, yeah, Watchmen
0: is Watchmen, Wa- is, is Watchmen uh, with that character who's like, uh, "I'm not locked in
2: here with you. You're locked
1: in here no, with me." Rorsch- Rorschach is not in it.
2: Uh, um, he's in it, Watchmen. He's not in the show though. He, he's, he's in, in the, the Watchmen, movie. Yeah. Yeah. oh
1: shit
0: okay because that clip comes up on my tiktok that, all the time from, and i was like the, i was w. like i need to watch
1: this w dude that's you sick. need to you, you were saying you're gonna it. yeah you were saying you're gonna bring on the cruise read it it's peak yeah
2: it okay. was a okay. chapter it, three and it's it's just so fucking dense it's it, dense it, all those shit. like little newspaper articles that take yeah. like 10 minutes to read one page oh yeah I'll, I'll, i like it though i like the it, three chapters i read
1: Yeah, it's a lot. I read. It was the first comic book I ever owned. I like gaslit my parents into buying for me. I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm like nine years old. I'm like, it's fine. Like
2: I can handle it. I heard that Snyder changed the ending. Is that true? In his movie? I don't remember. I haven't read it for a long time. I'd have to go back. But uh, I remember
1: loving the comic. It, it, but it is really dense. And Zack Snyder's. uh, It's not like the director's cut. It's like the full cut. It's like a Blade Runner type situation. The full cut of Watchmen has a like thirty to forty minute animated sequence in the middle that is like a sideline mm. from the comics, and it's like a a thing that people are watching. So mm. you can get the short film like separately, or you can watch the full cut of Watchmen. It's like four and a half hours long, and it's got this extra that comes thing in crazy. The
2: in the 4k set thing yeah i've been to trying to find it
1: but it's super expensive on amazon so i have the yeah. director's cut but i don't have yeah. the full cut yeah watchman is i really love it i've shown it to a couple people and they like it i've been trying to convince my girlfriend to watch it but she's like she she likes movies and she like we watch after sun together we watch rice board sleeves and all like she loves movies but she's very mood dependent when it mm-hmm. comes to movies like over the top mood dependent so a lot of the time mm-hmm. like on sunday we watched rv and uh zathura with, That's joker, just a w. with joker in the middle yeah. which was a w but like it's it's hard to get her to watch movies that are like straight dramas or like pay attention stuff so i'm like <laughs> and action movies she hates action movies but sometimes she'll get into the mood for action movies so she's like i want to watch an action movie and i get flustered i'm like what the fuck do i show her you're like and let's just watch non-stop with liam neeson yeah, no on loop we were sitting on the couch and she goes evan i want to watch an action movie and i fucking lost it i was like oh my god like it's it's finally time what do time, we, and i, I, what do I show her dude <laughs> it took me like 15 minutes legit, to my dad
2: she'll never watch another one
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I I ended up showing their expendables because I was like, you know, I'll it's a culmination of like all the mm. famous action stars. She loves Die Hard. We binged through the entire Die Hard series. She fucking yeah. loves Die Hard. Die
0: Hard is on the IMDb Die top Hard 250.
1: Yeah. Die Hard with Avengers is my favorite. Her favorite Die Hard is Live Free or Die Hard with Justin Long, which I think is a W. That movie's awesome. That movie is super fun.
2: But live Free is the fourth one and the fourth one yeah die the fifth one, yeah the, f- the fifth one is dog I've heard shit. The fifth one's bad
1: yeah i've heard it's bad wait have you have I'm, you seen the fourth one
2: i've only seen the first three
1: try and find the unrated cut of of live for Die Hard because originally it was pg-13 but then they released an r-rated mm. cut it's peak it's as good as live as uh dire with It's awesome but yeah oh, wow. is uh the third one that's the one with jeremy irons right and Sam Jackson, yeah, it's yeah, peak. I yeah. love it, but yeah, um, Lift Your Darts* sick, and yeah, *Watchmen* is also sick. I'm excited yeah. to see if you like the comic, and then watching the movie after.
2: Yeah, I'm sure the show's good, and but every time dude, I see the uh, show, is so Bill good. as Doctor Manhattan and his big ass head looking like handsome squid dude. I just laugh. <laughs> I just, laugh. I love show. I just he good. just looks so
3: funny, dude. As Dr. He, Manhattan.
2: he
1: he gets. I, I mean. If you've seen the movie, you know Dr. Manhattan gets naked. This oh, yeah. motherfucker gets naked yeah. in the show. Bro is packing. It's crazy. Is this like Drake-level packing? packing? Yeah, he's packing. Because like Dr. Manhattan, Trey, I don't know if you've seen it, but like, he, I know he, wears this like, little, he wears this little Speedo, but sometimes he's just cock out. And, I, respect
3: I
0: respect that. Yaya is
1: packing. Yaya makes yeah. me feel self-conscious anyway (laughs) anyway let's uh, Um, let's Batman.
0: (laughs) yeah but before we get into that uh cash why don't you give us your letterbox what your letterbox top four is right now and like why those are in your top four i don't even know what your top four is right now
2: um my top four changes a lot it's not always like my actual top four movies in the you know october i'll change it to horror movies blah 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 but right now it's pretty it's pretty consistent with like my favorite movies first i got dune because it's it's already just my number five movie of all time so i already just love it it's it's your number one sci-fi right oh yeah yeah we just uploaded a scoop uh top five sci-fi movies and it was my number one spoiler alert but um yeah i just wanted the banner i wanted like stuff on my page so um got that really quick right now sorry to
1: to, to cut mm. you off, I know you have 2049. It's number two, right? Like, I listened to the scoop, but I was at work, so... Mm. I forget. Yeah. 2049's two, is two or part three. Part yeah. Where do you have the original? Is it a five-star for you?
2: Yes, it's a five-star, but it would probably go around, like, six or seven on my sci-fi okay. list. But uh, I really love me. it. My yeah. new... My recent rewatch of it, like, made me love it. I used to yeah. be camp, like... 2049 is way better. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I don't, it's a little better, but it's not yeah. that much. Better.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you saw in the like casino and the real talk discord, Max rewatched it. His first watch, he watched the original cut and he gave it a one and a half. And then his second watch, he watched the final cut and he gave it three and a half. And then he mm-hmm. recently went and saw it in the theaters and he gave it a four and a half, which I think is a fucking insane. Like it's w. just
2: one of those movies that takes a couple of times to like understand. What yeah. it is And, what it's and
1: especially it's so weird. Like the, the the original cut versus the final cut. They're different movies.
2: I think mm-hmm. I've they, only seen the final cut
1: well the original cut doesn't have the the unicorn at the end so and it's just like him and i don't even remember rachel drive off into the sunset like they literally they literally drive off into the sunset and it's such a like happy dory like stereotypical ending and it has it 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 it, there's no thought-provoking aspects to it and it's like i can't even imagine really scott getting that his eyes still (laughs)
2: like glimmer in that cut? No.
1: It there's the no there's no aspect oh, of man. any question that he's a replicant. Like I that I genuinely like borderline ruins
2: the movie. Right? Like
1: <laughs> you have an insane scene with with the uh, Rooker Hauer, and then you just get like this stereotypical ending. Like I can't imagine Ridley Scott hearing from the fucking yeah. producers and like, oh yeah, you gotta turn it into a song <laughs> Yeah. Just <laughs> right off into the sunset. Yeah, wait. Trey, you have you seen Blade Runner? No,
0: we talked about this today. Oh, I haven't oh, seen shit. either. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You gotta watch that's them. why they call me Trey the Film Dude. Or that's why I call me <laughs> Trey the Film Dude. <laughs>
2: yeah, you, you gotta you know, get up. Blade you Runner. watch a shit ton, so yeah, you
0: do I, a I do. It's and, unhealthy. But that's <laughs> a good one.
2: those are good ones to watch too, because it's not like a big uh on taking. It's just two yeah. movies and you're done. H- and they're both have you seen twenty forty nine?
0: Me? yeah no we talked about this i'm, I'm sorry and there's no together. way okay. i'm i'm not a person who watches a sequel before watching well, unless it's tron legacy i yeah. watched tron legacy like 14 oh, times before i actually watched oh, tron. tron it's so funny. i'm never
2: gonna yeah. tell anyone to watch tron before tron legacy Just Dude, go trey gave
1: legacy. trey gave tron one a five star the original
2: tron one a five star yeah
0: yeah okay so here's the thing tron legacy is in my top five (laughs) tron legacy is in my top five movies of all time the majority of it is nostalgia based that was one of my favorite movies as a kid i do besides jeff bridges de-aging cgi i do still think most of the world building and all of that holds up to this day and looks better than a lot of movies that come out um which is crazy since it came out like 14 years ago um And so, when I watched Tron, first of all, you got 80s Jeff Bridges, who is, like, charismatic as fuck. Love 80s Jeff Bridges. Second of all, you got... It's... The way I described it to my mom was, it's a movie made by nerds for nerds. And... Another super enjoyable part is there's so many references in Tron Legacy that I never understood were references until I watched the original and I'd be like, oh shit, they were referencing that in Tron Legacy. I don't know. It's purely nostalgia. I had a blast with it too. I was watching it while I was playing, um, No Man's Sky
1: and I, I was, I was just vibing. It's a vibe of a movie. I've never seen I love it. I, I do want to watch it. Even though I'm not expecting as like, good as Tron Legacy, yeah, but. it's
0: it's nowhere near like visually. I think, I think you can't ca- because it's two very different visual styles. It also doesn't have Daft and
1: Punk, so immediate. It's true. The, sc- <laughs> the,
0: the score is very 80s, but uh, no I do, I I, yeah. I I I do think that it has its place and it has its merits and it is a fun time. If you're just going into think- it looking for a fun time like what you should I be doing you when you're watching Tron, Tron Legacy? What yeah.
2: if, you go, if you watch Tron already liking Tron Legacy a lot, then you'll appreciate the references and you'll enjoy the movie. But I watched exactly. Tron first because I had never seen Legacy, so I was like, mm. I'm going to watch Tron, then I'll watch Tron Legacy. So I didn't love Tron Legacy when I watched Tron because I hadn't seen it. So I was just watching a piece of shit, and I was like, man, this is a piece <laughs> of shit. And then I started <laughs> Legacy and I was like, wow, this is amazing. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the order I went in. So now I just, I don't yeah. care about on because have you gone back not, to watch there it there since, no since then or anything that's that's uh, a good no, point because
0: i think that if you are a massive fan of the universe of that like material um and you haven't seen the original then going back and watching it after of watching tron legacy multiple mm-hmm. times which is what i think majority yeah. of people do um it's 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 awesome. It's a fun time. But if you're yeah. just going into it, you haven't watched Tron Legacy first. It, it, your your Honestly, your I'd appreciation the same for advice. the.
2: That's what. Fair. I'd give the same advice. I'd say the same thing. Yeah, if you oh, watch yeah. Tron first, you're I... not gonna you're not gonna think it's good.
1: I don't know yeah. if you saw this cache, but uh like they were doing an actors roundtable, and it was like Pedro Pascal and Jeff Bridges and a bunch of other people. And there's that clip where he's like, "Oh, I got lost in a video game," and nobody fucking caught the reference. No, it's I was talking a
2: game, man. What
1: game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro Pascal's like, "Oh, what game?
2: Oh, Tron." And he's no like, one oh, laughed. Yeah. Nobody laughed. They're pen out it's been joke, and they all Dude, just it's such it. a good. Yeah, joke. they're all just yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Who? What the fuck is wrong with this guy? I can tell him, hey, that was a good joke. Yeah. I don't know what they were were smoking something. (laughs) Yeah. You (laughs) did good. All right, buddy. Yeah.
0: Dude, Jeff Bridges, if you go through his filmography, it's just. Give me a
2: little.
0: Oh, yeah. Me and Cash will just talk about the rest of his top four without any. He's got a crazy Um, filmography. Yeah. And it's so obvious that he doesn't choose stuff because it'll make him a lot of money or like it'll le- he chooses stuff that he can go into and have fun
2: yeah you know outside of it's... r.i.pd that was it R- he wanted to all right all right no yeah it's an action movie with ryan reynolds and it's it's got a rep i haven't seen it so i'm talking out of my ass but everyone says it's like one of the worst movies ever made have you seen r.i.pd evan yeah yeah i've seen it <laughs> is it dude, bad it's shit.
1: it's shit but it's funny like okay it, it it's it's so funny because like after me and my buddies watched it in high school and after after we watched it anytime we went to go say rip it was ripd and we still do that yeah. shit like it's a meme movie it's it's shit but it's like you could have fun with it
2: yeah yeah trey was um, talking what- about how great jeff bridges filmography is and i was like He's outside got of R I P D. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's got bang,
1: Yeah.
2: Especially with uh obowski and Oh. Well and then you got like Starman,
0: uh the John Carpenter movie. You Wait, got you him in
2: John Carpenter movie? Yes,
0: yeah, so there's uh, a John Carpenter movie called Starman, and it's pretty sick. Um and then you got like Sir he did Surfs Up Bad times oh, at God, the Elroy. You don't even get me fucking
1: started on Surf's Big Up.
0: Money. I was King, Kingsman.
1: I hadn't even thought about Surf Up since I was a kid, and I was listening to the <laughs> film. Scoop and Car- Cash goes. There's this scene where uh, Shiloh Buffs gets onto this piece of ice and he floats away, and they play "Drive" by Incubus.
0: What and dope I, needle and, drop? And I was
1: like, I put that movie. I told, I texted my girlfriend. I was like, "We're watching service Up tonight." And she's like, "All right, Ben." And dude, it's it's so fucking peak. Oh my god, it's so Let good. me
2: be me, bro. Whatever me tomorrow.
3: tomorrow.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> so hard. it's
0: crazy. All yeah. right, Cash. You want to give us the rest okay. of your top four real quick, and then we can get into peak. Oh yeah, I she forgot her, we were doing that.
2: Uh... My other three are the Batman, my favorite movie of all time. Um, the Nice Guys, my second favorite movie of all time, best comedy ever made. It's w, so true. No discussion, no discussion yeah. to be had. It's so good. And yeah, it's it's we. Me and Trey were talking about it before we recorded. It's he's seen it five times. I didn't know that. That's only yeah, one less than me. Yeah, I've seen it. I six I, times,
0: I, I can't believe we haven't yapped about it, dude. It's one of the greatest <laughs> movies ever made.
2: Yeah, yeah, forget comedies. It, just greatest movies, like pacing yeah. and writing and yeah, character development, the little subtle character the,
0: development. The cinematography is unbelievable in that movie. Yeah,
2: seventy. That's and and like clothes that they were wearing and the music. Yeah. Is oh my. Perfect. Yeah, they just keep
0: playing "Papa Was a Rolling Stone" by The Temptations. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, give it to me,
2: dude. And then dude, they go so to the cause... they go to the club scene and they're playing oh what God, uh, God. September. Yeah. Oh my yep. God. My tickets. Are hard. It's so funny. <laughs> me, me and my
1: brothers had tickets to go see Neighbors Two, and <clears throat> sorry, it was before we had selected seats, right? Yeah. It mm-hmm. was just like buy your tickets and you go in, and we walk into the theater and it's pretty much sold out, and the only seats available are in the front row, and we're like, shit. So we, we walked to the counter and we're like, like we can't watch this. What else is playing? And they're like, oh, the nice guys is playing. And we're like, all right, we'll go. We sat down knowing nothing about it. And it was just fucking a, a masterpiece. Oh my god, it's, it's so good. Right yeah, man. yeah. well, me, me and Trevor talking, we're like, shit, we should do a... I haven't seen it, but... Do like a shame Black double feature of Game Night and, or sorry, not Game Night, Nice Guys and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
0: Well, we we were talking and then, about, and then we'll do like,
1: uh, and then and then Game Night to top it off, because like yeah, three of the greatest this, re- action comedies of all time.
0: This cannot hmm. be profitable for Frito Lay,
1: <laughs> dude. Talk about Jesse Clemens cementing his fucking legacy in one line like the it's goat,
0: the jesse dude. plemons tax credit yeah. dude you have to if yeah. jesse plemons is in the movie you have to add out on a star and a half
2: dude we yep. were we were like, talking I, about i know y'all sorry i, I know y'all said you like the civil war trailer but i'm not a fan of the civil <laughs> war trailer i think it looks kind of yeah bad. and then i see jesse plemons and i'm like maybe we're back <laughs> jesse the, is in it, the so we're memes back. have that
1: have sprawled from that line of what kind of americans are you and it's like <laughs> he, the the i can't remember the line but there's like the killers of the flower moon one and then there's just so many like he's so he, good he's married to one of the best actresses like ever and then who's he married to he's married to shit oh my god i can't even remember her name oh uh yeah.
2: kirsten Dunst. oh
1: kirsten, kirsten dunce Dunst, yeah like she's an amazing actress and it's like they're they're so peak both of them but then they make such different movies (laughs) kirsten Dunst it was so cool seeing them in
2: uh, power the dog together yeah yeah i feel like that never happens
1: yeah they were both nominated for that right or was it just her i
0: don't remember no but by the the way that movie's kind of overrated
2: though but it we, is overrated, but it's we good. We talk yeah.
0: about Jesse because on this on our pod we, cash we talk about like this group of actors where like most of the time you don't even know they're in the movie, but then they just show up and it makes the movie even better. And it's like yeah. Michael Shannon.
1: Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is at the top of the fucking <laughs> list. Michael Shannon's um, number uh, one for me.
0: Scott McNary. Uh, what's the
2: guy's name? Who's Scott and, McNary? I heard y'all say that on the Scott episode McNary
0: yesterday. is. He has small roles in a lot of stuff and he's have you seen um killing them softly no, I haven't oh he's like a lead role no, in that Ben mendelsohn
1: is on is. them as well yeah, Ben Mendelssohn is on the list like uh love Ben Mendelssohn he's in Rogue one he's in have a bunch you seen
2: of the, the Ben mendelsohn memes. Good hey boys. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You know been who been else I want? The police now, have you, boys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's got this weird lisp that makes his voice so iconic. But somebody I want to add to the list tray. I. His name is Bruce Greenwood. He's in the Dark Knight. He's the the banker that stands up to the Joker and he yeah. puts the fucking grenade yeah. in his mouth. He yeah. is in so much shit. He's in the Star Trek. He's in a lot of JJ Abrams movies. But he's in the Star trek remakes he's in uh have you seen super 8 cash super 8
2: a long time ago but yeah
1: dude you gotta rewatch it holds it's it's like uh stranger things but better
2: It truly is. It's Mm. so
1: fucking good. It's It's better than any season of Stranger Things. Yeah, it's like you have the super, you have Stranger Things formula of kids investigating aliens, but then you just add J.J. Abrams' juice to it. I mean, like, I know his juice kind of fumbled with uh, Rise of Skywalker, but i just like to forget about
2: that. (laughs) It's more was peak. Dude, people
1: slander Mission Impossible 3 and I cannot fucking fathom it. I love that movie, bro. It's good. Uh, it's good dude mission impossible I don't get freeze. two
2: love two, for some reason there's getting like, a revolution of like we, everyone's saying I, it's good yeah Sorry.
1: i think Not uh having. isaac who we watched uh dark Knight rise with today i think he has it at, like a four or a five star like That's people crazy. glaze that movie i know john woo cooks on his action but that movie's fucking boring it really yeah, is. yeah it, um it, cash it, so, before of, we get into chase. yeah before Sorry, we they,
0: get into uh our reviews i just wanted to say Scott McNary is, uh, the husband in, uh, come on, come on. Um, oh, okay. he's like the kid's dad.
2: Right. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. He shows up yeah, in he... a lot of stuff here and there.
0: Yeah. He's always, I love Scott McNary is very high on my list,
2: but. Did you so give if... your full top four? Oh no, he did. Uh, no, <laughs> what I was I your got, last I one? one I just wanted to ask, y'all were talking about your, your, uh, tax list. Is Shea Wigam on there?
1: Dude, Shea Wiggum ha- is 100% on there. And oh my god.
2: An and then, like, we add, need add to him every time comes up.
1: Yeah, Shea Wiggum has to be on there. He what is he so- in? He's in fucking everything, bro. Any movie okay, ever made. So- <laughs> yeah, every movie. Okay, so he's <laughs> in Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. He's in Across the Spider-Verse. He's in... Uh- oh, shit, my laptop is got
2: Mission... Like M- yeah, um, oh, you said that. Mission
1: he's in Fast, Fast 9... He's in Joker. He he's in Vice. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he's in First Man.
0: Oh, Sicario. this guy. Yeah,
1: bro. I I love him.
0: He, yeah, he's a... I recognize him from Kong Skull Island. Dude, I was just
1: about to say. Every time I think of him, I think of Kong Skull Island. Sorry, I'm plugging in my laptop when he just suicides himself. <laughs> i don't yeah, know that dude. Kind of funny. Um, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna let us no it's, it's a, gonna, a badass way that. it's a badass way to go out <laughs> dude um, it's like that scene in kingsman 2 with mark strong it's that same kind of suicide where it's like ridiculous yeah. way to go out But yeah, uh he, and J- and doubt and doubt is
0: on the list too um
1: dude i i need you guys to watch the leftovers i've been preaching it i know remy you know remy in the discord uh cash anytime that the leftovers is mentioned me and him fucking swarm on it it's it's my Believe favorite me. tv show of all time it's only three seasons and the seasons are under 10 episodes mm-hmm. it has my favorite depictions of character studies ever and it's just so fucking goaded it's justin Thoreau and dad's in it and then uh carrie coon who it, she's been popping up on more stuff recently but like dude it's so fucking good
2: and it's a quick binge. I want to check it out. I'm just so bad at watching TV shows. That, yeah, so I know you are. Committing. I
1: still couldn't believe when you were like, oh, yeah, I finished
2: The Sopranos. Six seasons. And there's that like a long 19 years. I mean, I finally yeah. did it. But it took forever. And I kept yeah. stopping because I didn't understand what the show was. And I thought it would be more action-packed. My favorite show is Breaking Bad. So I was expecting yeah. that level of intensity throughout. And The Sopranos is not that at all. 90% no. of The Sopranos is hang out, hanging out eating god yeah. yeah and referencing yeah. godfather 2 that's what 90 yeah. percent of it is and once you finish it you start to appreciate that but while you're watching it you're like nothing's fucking happening
1: yeah I've seen... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: sorry i've seen the first two seasons of the sopranos i love it i need to get back to it it's just like it's so any cute. show that has over six like six plus seasons i'm like intimidated to even tackle it and it's a lot. that's have you, so Have valid. you had the
2: ending spoiled for you yet? Yeah,
1: I've had I I've seen the ending scene and I know that it's like uh, both a, a finality plus it's kind of ambiguous. So, yeah, I don't uh, find it's one of the most that,
2: interesting endings I've ever seen Yeah, before. I
1: saw
0: it like Dark Knight Rises.
1: Oh my Woo! god. I I saw someone in the real talk Discord asking to their like I've seen I I've had the ending of The Sopranos spoiled for me. Should I still watch it? And, like, from what I've seen of it, I don't think that knowing that final episode spoils a lot. Mm. And that's because, such a again, bullshit like,
0: thing. Like, sure, the ending gets spoiled for you. But it's not again, about the ending. It's about the journey. Yeah, you know? it's the same thing. Like,
1: exactly. I would say it's the same thing with Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. Or, like, most TV shows are not hinging. Like, if you know the plot twist or an ending to a movie, that's a different thing. But look like, with TV shows... Uh, yeah it's a tv shows are about the journey like you you build to it and it's
2: you don't feel the There's impact so many of oh, minor no. plot lines that you didn't know yeah, exactly from the ending, you know?
1: and mm-hmm. like uh plot twists for breaking bad and better call Saul, really quick like knowing walter white dies whatever you know it he has cancer so like oh maybe he has a cancer like you just you don't know but it's that build up to it and then like better call saul it's like oh uh Saul goes to jail but then it's like you miss out on Mike's storyline and Nacho who is one of the most underrated storylines in the history of television Nacho is the Mm. fucking goat so I I think it's very different with tv than it is with movies yeah yeah Yeah.
2: Yeah. tv's a long time
1: so like even though I oh even though I know the ending to the Sopranos it doesn't put me off of watching the rest of it it's and it's not even
2: like inclusive effect. it's not like yeah, exactly dies. like it, yeah it's, it's like ambiguous, it, so w- it's, what it's a that very ambiguous team? ending <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so
1: it's like yeah. if you're gonna get a tv show spoiled tv
2: show spoiled get the Sopranos soprano spoiled for you <laughs> yeah. yeah cash did you give <laughs> yeah, your <laughs> but, last um, one last one is blade runner 2049 yeah I you. I you. that's your that's your number one denise right number two
0: Behind Dune. D- Dune is number one. Behind Dune, sorry, not to be
2: number three if we're, if we're getting real, but yeah, true, honestly, you
1: know. real. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, I could not believe seeing that shit on your Twitter today of getting those Dune 2 reveals spoiled, like posted to your shit, even was, though like, you had it all blocked.
3: It's crazy. I don't know if
1: you saw this trade. He had Dune, Dune 2, Dune, hashtag Dune, hashtag Dune 2 blocked. And he was still getting dune 2 reviews pumped to his twitter feed that sucks so then
2: i i did quote dune 2 quote i did double quote dune 2 double quote (laughs) i did everything possible and they were still coming through but i was like fuck it i've already read the book oh that that happened
0: to me um i like avoided media before we get into our reviews um i avoided media leading up to multiverse of madness mm-hmm. because i was so excited for it it was a bit of a letdown <laughs> but <laughs> Dude, um,
3: holy shit! i
0: was like i was this was like when i was like opening night every single marvel movie i was still doing that i was still
2: watching everything um <clears throat> but it was right after no way home so people thought it would be good <clears throat>
0: Yeah. yeah, and I was—I had such high expectations. And do you guys remember the app iFunny that was just me Yeah, yeah.
2: I yeah. Remember that. So
0: I was like doom scrolling through there during history class the day of, like, me going to see this movie. I haven't had any spoilers, That's crazy. nothing. That's and I'm—I swipe onto this clip, and I'm like, oh, John Krasinski. Oh, what's that blue suit he's wearing? And I didn't realize what it was until it was too late. And in the middle of my teacher's lecture, I'm just like, fuck! And I throw my phone at the wall, and he's like, Trey, what's wrong? And I've been like, I've been so careful. (laughs) I've avoided all spoilers (laughs) until this very moment. Yeah. I I haven't
2: been spoiled by iFunny is tragic. That's That's crazy. That's fucking
1: crazy. Um,. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I know this is a Batman episode, but I want to talk about it really quick. Like, I know you're on kind of the similar pages, maybe not as extreme, but with Marvel, it's kind of just at a point where it's like, I'm not going to watch everything that comes out, but when something that interests me comes out, I'll watch it. And like... Right. I I adore the first Doctor Strange. It's one of my favorite oh, it's movies. Outstanding. I I know that people don't rate it as high as me. I saw it in an IMAX. I didn't know shit about Doctor Strange and I was like, "Holy fuck, this movie is peak and the visuals yeah. are insane and it's got Mad Mads Mikkelsen who is also on the tax credit list." Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah. Cuz like by Scott there.
1: Yeah, and by Scott Derrickson who has cooked some insane horror movies. Like Sinister, what did he do one of my favorites he did sinister, sinister he did the theme. and and the ouija remake uh is that good Dude, sinister
0: is great yeah
1: oh. it's awesome the ouija uh the ouija sequel origin of evil it's awesome it's really a
0: Slack phone
1: okay i have it like i stand a by
2: sinister being the scariest movie i've ever seen I yeah don't that's know, watch fair that alone uh, that's the it's, only it's, one.
0: it's it's up there for me um, if you
1: haven't seen Ouija Origin of Evil, I'd highly recommend it. It's, I think I have. Like, Did he like it, write on that? He directed it. I'm almost 90% no? sure. Maybe not. Do you I have, have to know. watch something else to watch that? No. I, I, I haven't even seen the original Ouija. Watch it. It's scary. I've seen
0: both of them, and they're it's both like, pretty terrible.
1: I would <laughs> compare it to um, uh, Oculus. It, it's kind of similar to that.
0: That I, I still need that. to see. Is that dude, Mike
1: Flanagan? Yeah, Oculus, Oculus is Mike Flanagan. Man yeah, Man. dude, Oculus is peak. peak. Um, God. But yeah, like Scott Derrickson comes out. He's like, I mean, it was supposed to be Sam Raimi. I don't want Sam Raimi touching the MCU because I know he'll be held back. Oh, hi. Sorry. Oh, my girlfriend's home. Do you want to do your Batman uh, impression? <laughs> dude, yeah, Cash, my girlfriend's got a crazy Batman impression. Come give it. Hell yeah. Come here. Dude, she's done. Come here. Drop it. I'm Batman. That's what That's, that's pretty about. solid. That's what I'm fucking talking that's about. That's pretty good. That's hot. That's <laughs> 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 That's what I meant. Evan, uh, does she ever pull
0: that out in bed
1: for you? I wish. <laughs> I could have pulled it out. Yeah, I could have pulled it out. <laughs> True. Dude. She's going for a winks tonight when she gets home. You never know. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Scott, Harrison, <laughs> Scott comes out. And, uh, I mean, I, I love Sam Raimi. He's a phenomenal filmmaker. He's made some amazing superhero movies. He's made some amazing That's horror movies. True. Let's not talk. Trey, you don't like the Spider-Man trilogy?
0: Yeah, it's bad.
1: Okay, the, first, let... the first one is a
0: three-star. It's good. It's Dude. literally nothing more than that. The second one is well, on
2: right now. <laughs> insanely
0: mid. Spider-Man Dude, 2 is insanely mid. How do Spider- I know this? Spider-Man... Me and McGigan have gotten in... Uh, arguments Dude. about this Spider-Man 3 is genuinely one of the worst movies I have that's ever seen that's crazy, there, Spider-Man 3 is fun it's not a great movie but it is so fun And to 2 peak Kirsten Dunst one of the most insufferable characters oh in cinema how history how did you not know
2: bring this up earlier, what the fuck is going on I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye that's what i say. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I say anyway. that's crazy. Alright guys, let's not get <laughs> it because that
0: could be a whole yap session. Have you not seen the,
2: the the part of him eating a hot dog? Oh my god. that's I can't even TV remember movie. it.
0: That's how forgettable those movies are. I don't even remember Holy most shit. of them. Holy shit.
2: Dude, and walking okay. down the street, Spider-Man three, fucking. Oh my shit, god, the
0: dance! That's, it's that's awesome. Both both amazing Spider-Man movies are better than all three of those. That is fucking that's, insane. That's what Trey? Andrew Garfield is hands down the best Spider-Man. Oh
3: my. And god. Tom Holland
0: okay. is okay. is the if best Peter Parker, Spider-Man... and Tobey Maguire is the best at nothing.
2: I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with you there. I think the movies are great. Tobey Maguire is not so great. Andrew Garfield in Sam Raimi's movies would have been much better than Tobey Maguire. He's a
1: good Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Andrew
2: Garfield is the better actor and the better Spider-Man and the better Agreed. Peter Parker. He's, he's, no, a, he's a terrible cool, Peter but that's Parker. Also, but that's also a Mark Webb writing thing. Yeah. yeah. like So if he had this Raimi writing, he would have been the, the dorky version that Tobey was. So I... anyways, that's a t- tangent. I did not know you didn't like the... That's Ray crazy, Spider-Man. I didn't know that either What do you think of Homecoming, both of you?
3: Uh,
2: I, think I think I have it good. at a 4.5 Okay Oh wow, I don't have it I, Maybe like a 4, 3.5 Yeah.
0: I think it's excellent I think Michael Keaton is top 5 villains in the MCU Yes, Ed's sir Vulture. Dude, yes I, sir. he's so damn I, good So dude,
1: damn good I wish Cam was beside me Because Far From Home, Mysterio is so fucking good Oh my yes. god dude i love far from home <laughs> and far i know yeah, people giggle at that shit cash oh my dude God.
2: i have oh, it at a four
1: God.
0: i think
2: i had, i think i have it at a three and a half i was so excited for that when they got jake gyllenhaal i just yeah. feel like they didn't really utilize him enough dude the, he's so the, the, good in the it the cgi and the mysterio sequences are some dude, of the, the best Mysterio sequence is
1: is like a top three mcu scene for me i love that scene yeah. and even the ending yeah. like jake jones in, in the like the first act whatever it, it's not a great spider-man movie but oh my god jake jones hall is just so fucking really good and like, ending. yeah the the ending is awesome i remember sitting in there and, it, and fucking jk simmons walks out and my jaw drops and i'm like holy shit and my brother yeah. was sitting beside me and he fucking hated the movie and i was like i don't oh, see god. how you can hate it like he when... also despises civil war like that's insane. To Civil War yeah, is a yeah, five star great. film. I think he almost gaslighted me into not liking Civil War so I need to rewatch it because we saw it together and he was like that movie fucking sucks and I was like oh shit Evan we're, gonna watch, back
0: re, Evan, we're going to watch party that shit. That's yeah. Zemo. Zemo, for me, I'm not saying he's the best MCU villain. But for me personally, like as my favorites go, he's number one. Yeah. Easily. I'm coming out Easily. swinging,
1: saying that Captain America, the first Avenger is the most underrated Marvel movie of all time. Because people dog know. that movie like crazy. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. i people think
0: that's that movie yeah, It's so great. hard. It's great. It's great.
2: I'd say Warner Soldier is one of the more overrated, but that's a different...
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, it, okay. not that it's
2: bad, but it's just Dude, we'll it's not a, in my top ten. I don't think
1: it's in my top five, and I don't like. I don't. I don't know.
2: We're on the wrong both track like, here. We're, we're not like rabid Spider-Man, and he's mad at me if we're we're winning. Dude,
1: we we have yeah. I'm mad at both of you. Like we, you have a uh, a fucking amazing. Espionage action drama about Captain America, it's peak. It's Cold War, like Cold War, or whatever the fuck it is. I haven't seen it forever. It's peak. We're gonna have MCU. to do an MCU episode at some point, uh, Cash and Trey. We'll have to do one because.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I like it. Ex- number... It's number six. It's
2: what? Okay. That's okay, like... that's fair. That's fair. Wait, what's the top five? Real quick. Top 5, I don't know when I updated this, but uh, Guardians 3, number 1, number 2, Infinity War, number 3, Guardians 1, number 4, Endgame, number 5, Guardians 2? That's a W! Hey, no! i, I respect just love James that I, I just yeah love and that i world. think
0: i think that uh that's a super underrated and overhated marvel movie as well i think that's an excellent film the yeah. comedic timing we get from drax in that movie especially the scene where they're all posing epically and then the rock hits mantis like two <laughs> seconds later drax goes mantis look out <laughs> it's just god dude it's so good it's so I've, good. Only, I I've only i've only seen it
1: once and i saw it in theaters and i thought it was fine i need to rewatch it because I, yeah. I i guardian 3 it. is also my favorite mcu movie i i know That's you saw it like movie. four or five times in theaters right cash yeah four times yeah. I, was I was sitting i was sitting at home and i was not planning to watch it and uh i was listening to the real talk podcast and they were fucking gassing it and I was like, shit, maybe I should go. And I, I think I remember asking you about it. And I was like, do I go? And I just – I bought a ticket and I went and I cried like six times watching it. And I was like, this movie yeah. is fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. And then wow. I saw it on IMAX That's after good. that. I,
1: I've seen it three times in theaters. And it's just so fucking good. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so entertaining. So,
2: it's the funniest Marvel movie. And it's also got a great storyline and heartfelt Yeah, character. and it's also – it's such a great film that is so isolated from the rest
1: of the mcu because a lot of the recent marvel projects have been so tied to other like bigger marvel projects and you have guardians three coming out and the only ties to the other mcu are uh fucking peter quill dropping a monologue in an elevator about thanos and it's hilarious yeah and that's so, it. I, and that's I all you need
2: even them. but yeah, dude, that scene really is funny. so fucking funny. Yeah. and
1: yeah, yeah
0: um, like when i so cash when i when Guardians three came out, I was probably two or three months sober. um so I when you first get sober, you're like super emotionally raw because you just suppress everything for so long and you just don't know how to deal with shit and i remember seeing the first guardians of the galaxy movie my sister was having like a wedding shower a bridal shower and me and my dad were like oh the new guardians of the galaxy movie is out do you want to go let's go see it and we had a blast like we both thought it was excellent and of course, because it is excellent um <laughs> and uh like and that was when i was like what year did that come out 2014? Yeah,
1: 2014 yeah something like that
0: so i would have been like uh, I would have been like 11 or 12. And, and then when I went and saw guardians three, I'm now like 20 years old. I had moved out of the house and then moved back home. I had gone to rehab. I had gone through so much change. And then that last 30 minutes where it's basically just a send off to all these characters that I've essentially like grown up with, I yeah. my, every. My whole family was making fun of me because I was sitting there in my seat <laughs> just sobbing.
1: Yeah, that and, movie is super cathartic. Like, oh, it's so good. It, it's it's so like that Toy story
2: three vibe.
1: Yeah, dude. I remember yes. sitting in the theater with my mom and my brother, <clears throat> and we went to go see Toy Story three, and all three of us were just fucking bawling. And we walk yeah. out of the theater, absolute shambles. Like, i like toy story 4 just because i love the characters and plus keanu reeves like but toy story 3 is one of the best send-offs maybe the best send-off to a character should have been should have been the last one it's not the best there's only
0: one the best send-off for a character
1: again like you have toy story 3 if you want to make Lightyear, that's fine you can do a spin-off i'm not gonna watch it but
2: Toy Story three, but don't make another Toy Story. It should have been yeah, exactly. Just that trilogy, and then do a Lightyear movie, do a Woody movie, yeah, exactly. Toy Story alone. That exactly,
1: yeah. Like it, it had no business making a fourth one and a fifth one. What the fuck are we doing here?
2: But now with the fifth one, I'm like, I mean, you already shit the bed with four. Might as well do another one and see if you can unshit the bed. So yeah, at this I, point, it's like, why not? Since you already did four, might as well do five. See if you can make a good one. Because I don't, I don't yeah, like four. That's fair. I, yeah. I I like four, but I don't love it. I mean, it's like a probably a three and a half, two or four, yeah. just because I of really the characters. I haven't.
1: I I've only know. seen it once. I saw it in theaters.
2: Um yeah, you should rewatch it. It's it's not. <laughs> very good. Should I? It, it's not funny. Like it? No, but it's not funny. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The new characters they added, like the Key and Peele characters, are just annoying. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it, but I I just look, hate there, it, it has
0: Combat Carl, dude. Dude, you That's spend like Combat fucking Carl twenty
2: and um and Keanu Reeves, Duke Kaboom. Those yeah. those two are go-to. Combat Carl dude you spend like 20 <laughs> years getting attached to right. Andy with the
1: homies and then you're expected to care about this little girl and it's just yeah. like it's abrupt yeah yeah to- it's, it's it's honestly, um, again Toy Story happened. 3's ending is so it's so final and it it it's just you don't create an ending that is that final for a trilogy and then
2: resurrect it and you know that's yeah
0: that's why they should have recast Wolverine for the new Deadpool movie
2: that's all w. I'm saying. That's okay, all I'm saying. Okay, but Logan Logan's set in the future though. So okay, it can still be canon. Oh, that's I, true. Like the same I, way they did with Logan Black was Widow. 2026, so I they're still they're still before Logan, technically. Yeah, I agree yeah, okay. that
1: the timeline things it's the same thing with Professor X, because like Professor X's death in Logan is so emotional. And then oh, you yeah, have I, multi you have fucking multiverse of madness tossing him in to get axed like five minutes yeah. later. I despise that scene. Like, oh, it's so I despise Multiverse
2: of Madness, honestly, just f- for what they did with that section of the movie, bringing back yeah. those characters, bringing in there... Krasinski just to turn them into spaghetti. There's it no was point. Always so fucking There's no useless. fucking point. Yeah. Yeah. Like that movie has some really cool scenes. Like the,
1: the music fight towards the oh. end <laughs> is sick. That's a, sick. that's a, that,
0: you know what that is? That's a come worthy moment.
1: Yeah. That scene is awesome. But like, leave deadpool or sorry leave logan and leave professor x out of this shit because even though these movies might be set in another time james mangold crafted such delicate endings for both of these characters and they're perfect Mm -hmm. they're genuinely perfect we me and trey reviewed logan a couple weeks ago and like logan is just a a perfect send-off if it's you want to so do damn. stuff that so about the cool. girl, I can't remember her name, but like that's Laura. Fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, give me more Laura.
2: I want to watch awesome. more
1: of her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'm. I think she's I'm, supposed s- to be
2: in in the new one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so I'm like, like kind of skeptical about Deadpool three, just because Logan in Multiverse of Madness left such a
2: sour taste in my mouth.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that w- that was a shit stain of a movie, but I. I- I don't know. The whole Wolverine bringing him back thing doesn't bother me just cuz I think A the movie's probably going to be good and fun and we've always wanted to see Deadpool and Wolverine on screen together. Yeah. And if they did recast Wolverine like and made this movie, people would have been like, "Oh, it's good, but I wish it would have been Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jack. Yeah, that's That would have been I the, the I do love that too. like
1: especially cuz like Deadpool 2 has that scene at the beginning when Deadpool's fucking chilling on his couch and there's the the like spinning top of dead of Wolverine just fucking impaled on the log and he is yeah. laughing at it like i think number of bo- it's kind of weird but like having oh, the suit
3: ha-
1: having yeah it's right in the opening credits and like having the suit be different and being that OG X-Men suit i think makes a difference
3: mm-hmm.
1: i think i'm more just bitter about uh charles mm-hmm. Cause his death in multiverse. Yeah. Don't is fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Charles. Yeah. It he says, usually at least still like in his prime. Yeah. yeah and that 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 scene is fucking ridiculous. Uh, man, we got on a crazy tangent.
0: Yeah. So let's get into our reviews for today. <laughs> Give me like um, twenty
1: seconds. I'm I'm gonna go Pierre the quick if you want to introduce it. I'll be right yeah. Back.
0: So our right. reviews today is so we are at fifty minutes in. Um, right, golly, man, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, so are we yap. what?
2: Nothing wrong with some yap, that's true. It happens, uh, guys being dudes,
0: just guys being dudes. Uh, no, but uh, today we are continuing with our Nolan director deep dive. Um, we, as you guys know, we have been jumping around uh his filmography a little bit, not exactly going in release order um just stuff that because i felt that uh the only way to do these movies justice was to do them in one episode where we could talk about them as a whole trilogy and as a whole story um even though christopher nolan is like the story's over i'm not making more superhero movies then why'd you set it up for more um it's god we'll get into that that's so frustrating um but yeah we're reviewing the dark knight trilogy uh in my opinion, the greatest Batman movies. Um, I know Cash has a different opinion, but... Do you think all three
2: are better than the Batman?
0: Yeah. The Batman um, is, as far as Batman movies go, is number five for me.
3: you And joking. I'm not saying that bad. You're You're I have it going. at a
0: four... I have it at a four and a half. I think it's excellent. It's I think it... I think it has high rewatchability. And... But if, like, I'm ranking, like, these are my favorite Batman movies, it goes Dark Knight, probably Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins, Batman, the Adam West Batman, and then The Batman.
2: You're taking shark repellent over peak? Yes, dude! That's crazy. That's No, and that movie, that movie is peak, but
0: in a very different way than these other, like i feel the same way about the adam west batman as i do about like any of those liam neeson movies me and evan have been watching a lot of recently or any evil dead movie like it's goofy as hell but that's why i love it it's a blast um and but we'll get into that later when we do like batman rankings and stuff Mm. but we are doing the dark knight trilogy today um so before we get just go into each movie individually, Cash, you wanna give us your uh opening thoughts just on the trilogy as a whole and what it means to you.
2: Yep, I can do that. All right, I'm I'm back. so <coughs> are we just the uh, it begins? Our overall thoughts on the trilogy? Overall first. thoughts oh, on Cash. the trilogy. All right. yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh for me it's my favorite trilogy of all time. Not even not even close. Um and uh, like I said earlier. In my top five movies of all time, I've got Batman Begins at three, The Dark Knight Rises at four, and then as of now, The Dark Knight's down at uh, like 18 or something. So it's a pretty big jump down to The Dark Knight, which is surprising to some people, but it's my favorite trilogy of all time and uh, just stuff I rewatch all the time. And Mm -hmm. we'll get into why I love everything, but... Real quick, I figured it would be uh, just to show how committed I am to the cause. I have some <laughs> show-and-tell for you. Yeah, dude, yes. drop some the four copies items. of Dark Knight Rises. So, <laughs> I want to see up, the, uh, the
1: Shatter Mask uh, Dark Knight Rises. Up,
2: we've got all, f- all three on 4K. W. Strapped up. Which um, one, in your opinion, got... looks the best? Like, what movie looks the best? Like, cinematography? Yeah. Yeah, rises right. Uh, rises definitely <laughs> not Batman begins. Um, <laughs> I'd probably say rises. I love the way rises looks. But yeah. Dark Knight right. has that heat thing going on, so I yeah, I could understand that. And then I've got all three on Steelbook. W and cover that rises is just oh my god, that rises. I love hard so dick shit. Oh my god. And then we've got dark Knight trilogy screenplay book all three movies dude i hell want to buy yeah. that thick as hell have um, you read through it or damn boy i read a little bit of uh batman begins but not, is it, not all the way through. Is, is it
1: different from the movie like just from hmm. what you read or they kind of just fall like word for to word. A T. that's sick yeah yeah i love that
2: this is the dark Knight trilogy special oh my edition, god
1: bro which is oh, all three of them i've seen that i need inside. to buy that
2: shit this was $14. Dude, you. you I, I cannot,
1: Did you find that at your normal store, bro? Because you always sent pictures at, from McKay's, and it's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah the it's prices like, It's
2: limited edition. It's got oh like the my count on it. Like, it's fucking crazy. That's fucking in insane. Um, oh, I have the posters that are in there. I Me. Mean, holy they, shit. They all match. They're all on Letterboxd. You've probably seen them before. Yeah, holy shit. But they're fucking sick. I need to get, dude, need to get some movie posters. <laughs> oh, dude, I've got a shit ton of movie posters. Oh, dude, I've I love that thing poster. Joker, the Joker Starry Night right there. Oh, W. Didn't want to take yeah. it down, but it's up there. And then my favorite thing I own is Dark yeah, Knight Rises. Yeah, that's what I wanted to Matt. see. Oh, my God. And then the, the movies in the base on the back. Holy shit. Yeah, this is oh my- one of oh, the, my tough. favorite things I own. Uh, Guys, I'll be right back. Second, I'm
0: gonna
2: try to find my second. Batman memorabilia. Yeah. Okay. And then in close second, we've got this little number right here. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> this is Dude, uh, that's crazy. This is my Eminem. He dispenses. Uh, he dispenses candy out of his recliner.
1: Can... That's a W. Dude, that's are you good. gonna buy the? Oh my god, that's sick. Are you gonna buy the oh. Dune two steelbook?
2: Or sorry, I'm not the steelbook. Me. The
1: the popcorn bucket.
2: Well. Okay, so I have to see Dune 2 a few days late, so yeah. I think they'll already be sold out, and yeah. the, pop, the buckets are at AMC, and I go to Regal, so I'd have oh, to go shit. to an AMC just to get the bucket, which I could do but I think they'll be sold out. So I don't, yeah, even have that I know they're
1: thing. selling them. Cause we have two chains here, Cineplex and landmark. And I know they're selling them. Cineplex is the main one. And I know they're mm. selling them at Cineplex. If they're at landmark, I'm probably going to buy one just for the fun of it. I, I called my dad you. who, who, who doesn't really know movies. And I, I was like, yeah, we're going to Dune two on Sunday. And he's like, Oh shit, that's awesome. And, uh, i was like ryan my brother really wants to find the fucking popcorn bucket and he goes yeah. huh and i said have you seen it it really looks like a fleshlight and he goes oh shit i saw it on snl like dude the fact that this popcorn bucket is making it to saturday night live is crazy yep.
2: yeah i feel like they're gonna market mark up the price like shit because of all Bro. the publicity about it it's probably gonna be 50 bucks to buy one of those yeah it, I so.
1: I cannot fathom having to stick my hand in that shit to eat popcorn like that that looks like it feels yeah.
2: disgusting
1: and it's going to I just pick off the
2: lid and then eat yeah, the popcorn and exactly. Well, no, the shelf.
1: butter the I butter know. is there to lube it up for you. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> and then you put that shit on your shelf and you don't somebody sees it and they're like, "Oh, that's cool." And you never show them
2: the top of it. <laughs> 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 it's like
0: I guess Did I you find your
2: uh, your thing tray?
0: Ah, uh, yes so these i i will i i I bought these i went to a knife store i had never been to a knife store before and i wasn't planning on buying anything but then i saw these i I, then i saw these and i was like i have to cop this these are my own personal batarangs i have three
2: and (laughs) they're sharp holy fuck
0: and i've like (laughs) stuck these in trees and shit oh my god like thrown them into trees
1: how sick is that that's That's fucking crazy dude i I was was expecting you to pull out some fucking sunglasses or something not Nah, man (laughs) battering
2: i use them like throwing knives the battering is shaped like the dark Knight trilogy battering but there's like a logo of the batman forever logo on there yeah Internet's They're just, like, sick.
0: general batarangs. Um,
2: yeah, That's and th- it comes
0: with, like, three of them. It's pretty sweet.
2: Do you need to get some of those.
1: I Do you like Batman Forever? I do. Yeah, I gave it a So, free. yeah, I, like, the Batman movie I grew up on was Batman Forever, and I thought that fucking Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones were just popping off, and... Like I I've I've literally never seen Batman Returns. I need to watch it because I know it's peak and people adore it. But I grew up on Val Kilmer in his fucking stupid suit and Wait, is Tommy Val Lee Gilmer Jones had
0: the nipples, right?
1: Yeah, and Tommy yeah. Lee Jones in his shitty makeup, like that's what I grew up on. People talk about Batman Forever. Like I was listening to you and then the shot by shot, and they did their Batman episode, and like I I don't have a nostalgia for. Batman Returns or the original Batman with Keaton, and I don't. We'll, we'll talk about it later because Trey loves the Adam West Batman. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. You were, you were, yeah, on. you
2: missed the illness. He, he oh, you, spelled I it did. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, he I told him. That. I,
0: I told him how I have <laughs> the Batman at uh, number five.
1: Yeah. Um. So all of my nostalgia from being a kid before I saw the Dark Knight lies in Batman Forever. So that's fucking sick
2: oh yeah. yeah so going back to uh you asked for my initial thoughts like on the trilogy it's my favorite trilogy of all time and it's something that's really yeah. important to me i don't have any tattoos right now but my first tattoo is going to be why do we fall because it's my favorite quote in all of cinema and yeah. but it's weird because i didn't watch the trilogy as it came out as a kid i didn't so, know what that was yeah. i was yeah i was basically like amish when i was a kid. Like. My parents only showed me two movies a year and I didn't, I I didn't like know, Joe yeah, Joe Dirt. <laughs> Dirt, Wild Hogs, Grown Ups, like that's Cars, Cars was the one, like Cars and Toy Story, that was the ones they slid in and were like, that's good enough, just take that and you'll yeah. be fine. Um, and so, <laughs> and uh, Happy Feet, but I didn't know like, what the Dark Knight trilogy happy. was, Happy Feet's a banger, uh, George True. Miller Masterclass, um, so it's weird that I have such like a connection to this trilogy considering it, i watched it for the first time when i was like 19. by the way little side Did story when i was first getting into movies carl told me to watch the dark knight i hadn't seen any batman movies i was i barely seen any movies basically like yeah i was just trying to get into movies he said watch the dark knight and i was like so this is like the first movie like i don't need to see anything else and he was like well there's a different there's one called batman begins but it's bad and you don't need to watch it just go straight to oh, the." Shit. what Holy so shit. i watched the dark knight and i hated it because i was like oh my I don't god know, i don't know what's going on right now like i don't this is weird and then so i in you know in the future i went and watched batman begins and i was like carl you're a fucking idiot this is awesome like now i want to go watch the dark knight and then that's how like my love for the dark knight trilogy yeah started. i was like, so, i was really gonna ask to you like I don't right bat
1: you didn't see dark knight in, in theaters
2: no i didn't know how, I didn't, how old that are you happening in my world i'm 23
1: so, so yeah i was dark gonna Ride, say like
2: now when i was 12 like i that was the right age to see yeah that movie, and I right didn't so know that it was
1: i have a very clear memory it was august i don't remember what month the dark Knight came out i think it came out in like july or something because no one likes in always it. July. always july like july yeah july and it was the last week of summer vacation my parents were like let's go see the dark night and i went to see the shit i think what what year did it come in 2009 Two thousand eight. Yeah. Yes, Two thousand eight. Yeah. Okay, so I was eight, I was like seven or eight years old. I went to see the shit in theaters. It fucking traumatized me. I was t- <laughs> when me and Trey were watching it uh yesterday, the the scene when he uh has the like imposter Batman captive and he's mm. like got the handheld camera. That shit fucking traumatized me, and he's got the... He starts smiling, yeah. and his teeth are just, like, super yellow. That shit scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Is I, I remember... Goes, Look at me! Yeah, that scene. Exactly.
2: Dude, that... Scary it, to this day.
1: I... Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> thinking back, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I was, like, 10 or 12. No, I was eight year, Seven years old, because my birthday is in November, oh. so, yeah, I was seven years old when I saw that shit in theaters, and it scared the shit Quite out of me. Quite young yeah, yeah, I... Like, well, me and Trey were talking about it. Like, The Dark Knight is a phenomenal crime thriller. And rewatching The Batman, it's not the best Batman movie, but it's a insane crime thriller. And it's so well made. And, like, you can draw comparisons to Heat and other types of crime thriller dramas. But, like, oh my god, that shit... <laughs> I was a pg my parents like oh yeah it's fine and then pg yeah it because we don't have pg no, 13 no. here so we have oh. pg and then 14a which is like the 14a is like right R here pretty much we have nothing in oh, between okay. so like uh yeah i was fucking traumatized and really- then i like honestly my my history with seeing dark night movies in theaters is not good because the aurora shootings happened before dark Knight rises right like there was those mm. shootings i was legit frightened to go see this movie in theaters and i did and we I went to go come. see it in imax and holy shit, i loved it it frightened me too like bane is scary yeah. again i was like uh, 13
2: luckily i got to last year they did the batman day like all three movies it yeah. showed in theaters September sixteenth or whatever. So I got to see them in theaters finally last year, all in one day. Best day of my life. But yeah, so I finally I have seen them in theaters, just not on release.
1: Yeah, I really um, wish I went to that. I was moving when that happened, so I was like, I can't make it. So next year, yeah, if they do that, like I'm hundred percent going. Uh, like I need to because I moved right Word. around like that time. Um, yeah, yeah. I um, I I hadn't seen honestly. I was the same as you, like. Uh, Batman or The Dark Knight was the first Batman movie I saw in theaters, and it was the first Batman movie outside of like. I saw Mask of the Phantasm because it came out in the 90s. I saw it when I was like five or six years old, and it fucking traumatized me. I remember having nightmares to it and just being so fucking scared. And like, I messaged you today, Cash. Like, that's literally the only animated Batman movie I've ever seen because, like, I didn't want to seek any others out because phantasm yeah, yeah. was fucking terrifying i need to re-watch it yeah. but
2: i didn't uh, watch it as a kid but i didn't have that experience yeah
1: I, <laughs> I could imagine we rented that. it we didn't have blockbuster where we had rogers like you know the phone carrier they rented movies and we rented it from there the fuck it was is just rogers i've never
2: heard of rogers okay that's a canadian yeah, thing Cash, I Cash, don't you
0: know rogers the phone carrier <laughs> oh, wait, okay never mind no, no, sorry. oh sorry me. okay <laughs> i got it i got
1: it that, that might be a Canadian thing. Anyway, it was like a, a, a substitute for Blockbuster, but we could rent movies and video games from there, and I rented that shit from there, and it traumatized me. And yeah, I didn't see Batman Begins in theaters, but then I actually didn't watch Batman Begins until I was like 18. Mm. It took a long time because I had such a close connection to The Dark Knight, and when we start talking about The Dark Knight, I'll get into it more, but like it is the movie i like associate nostalgia with i was mm. saying to Trey, we started watching it like you know the beginning the the window pops out when they do the bank robbery i could pop that window from the first frame of the movie i know exactly which one is gonna pop out i was quoting it from start to finish and i was like fuck i'm probably being annoying as shit right now like no because then i started quoting it too i was just yeah, not like, doing it in the beginning because i was eating pizza I'm I'm curious to see like or or to think about like if I saw The Batman Begins when I was younger if it would ascertain as much nostalgia because I know like I know you cash you love Batman Begins but for me it's near the it's kind of lower on my Batman tier list
0: yeah just mm-hmm. because um, I don't
1: have I don't have much nostalgia related to it because I I either. didn't see it when I was a kid uh yeah and so Let's let's get into it. Let's talk about Batman Begins.
0: Well, I gotta do my opening thoughts. Oh, sorry. Let yeah, yeah let's do your, do your opening
1: thoughts on trilogy.
0: No, it, um, it's so this, yeah. This trilogy means a lot to me personally. Um, even before, like, I've always been kind of into movies. Like, I watched more movies than the average person, but not as much as I do now. Um, and I've always kind of like. I have always considered, especially The Dark Knight, like, these are the greatest movies ever made. Uh, my film knowledge growing up, until, like, I got sober, was really, like, action and sci-fi movies. And and uh, superhero films. Uh, but that falls in the category of sci-fi. Um, and... Uh, so i didn't have that much like knowledge of film so i'm like yeah dark knight this is the greatest movie ever made there's no competition um, um i i still i still think it's up there um i see st- it's my number one rated for this trilogy um it's my number one rated for the uh batman movies um but i again my film knowledge has expanded But my love and my nostalgia for these films has, if not, it it has stayed or even, like, grown. Um, Because of all this stuff you're able to pick up on multiple watches, which is like a quintessential Nolan aspect. Is every time you watch one of his movies, you pick up something you didn't get on the last watch. You're like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that on the last watch. Um... And I remember seeing Batman Begins for the time I showed me we watched it home Um, because my first superhero movie was Captain America: The First Avenger, Um, but he showed me Batman Begins at home when I was, God, I had to have been like, I don't know, seven or eight, probably around Evan, how old Evan was when he saw Dark Knight, Um, because I was like two when Batman yeah. begins came out because i'm 24 uh, yeah yeah uh and i i mean i thought it was amazing obviously as far as the traumatizing parts go the scene where he infuses scarecrow with his own fear toxin oh my yeah, god yeah that fucking terrified Your me when I was starts coming out of
2: his mouth, the black shirt. dude <laughs> yeah and dude, it's like is his so his, scary
1: his bottom lip is like it's just like flowing down oh god
2: yeah did y'all know that was practical um, i wasn't really CIA. Yeah, it
0: doesn't it's no everything yeah, is
2: practical I mean, and visual effects that, but there's behind the scenes footage of them filming that and it's exactly how it looks in the movie with his, that's fucking like, crazy. black mush coming out of his face i gotta yeah, that's watch insane. that crazy that's um,
0: but yeah the i mean this trilogy just means a lot to me um uh i think michael kane is easily the best alfred casting we've gotten Christian Bale, I don't think is the best Batman, but I think he's the best Bruce Wayne. Um, he, he just, he has that charisma about him that he walks into a room and he, he just, his energy is electric. And I, I just, I love these films so much. And being able to like watch them with Evan, a fellow lover of these films over the last two days. Especially binging these. like I would highly recommend doing that at least once. Because y- it feels more complete. When you watch all three of them. Like consecutively. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah they just mean <clears throat> a lot to me. I'm excited to get into it. But yeah, yeah. let's start off. Batman One thing begins.
1: We, we were talking about. Is that the pacing of all three of these movies. They're long movies. Especially the Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises is pushing three hours. Mm-hmm. the pacing is so fucking good these
2: movies blow past like oh yeah yeah I it layers debate. Debate. It, so well, there's always yeah. something unraveling and there's always little storylines converging on each other and it never gets old while you're watching it yeah absolutely well,
0: like, we we even talked about it yesterday uh is uh my i bring up a point that my dad always brings up is Nolan's biggest thing with his movies and you can especially tell it starts in The Batman Begins because most of his scores up to The Batman Begins, I think The Prestige was right before it. Um most of the scores or The Prestige was right after uh had Batman. been like they've been fine, you know, nothing like insane. Um but Batman Begins, Nolan starts to do this thing where he drives the pacing of his movie with the score and it's done so well um like it's like it makes every single scene feel like it's the most important scene in the movie and then you like go and look back on the movie and you're like oh yeah that scene was amazing oh that scene was amazing too oh that one too and it's because of that score it's just it's Mm -hmm. so he does such a good job
1: yeah
2: one of Hans Zimmer's um, most up on scores. Gets no respect. Zimmer yeah. did
1: Batman Begins, right? He did all three? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah like, it's... Pe- people talk about Inception Interstellar. I feel like the Dark Knight trilogy is genuinely underrated. Agreed. And, oh, it's and super underrated. I, I think there's a lot of aspects of the entire trilogy that are underrated when it comes to the filmmaking. Like, we were talking and I want to talk about it more later when we get to Dark Knight Rises but like I genuinely think Anne Hathaway's Catwoman is extremely underrated like Zoe Kravitz yeah. killed it but I think Anne Hathaway did a fucking awesome job for what that movie was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah. both they, they we'll talk about it more but like yeah they, they both just have awesome vibes
0: yeah so uh let's get into batman begins so batman begins is i believe what i believe is the most like batman movie out of the entire trilogy this is our origin story it's centered around bruce instead of like where the dark knight is centered a lot around joker and dark knight rises is centered a lot around uh bane um but this one is like this is bruce's story um like obviously, classic Batman story. His parents get killed in an alley. Um, if he wasn't such a fucking pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What a fucking bitch, dude. <laughs> God, man. What? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's suck it up, Bruce. Uh,
3: yeah.
0: It's just a freaking play, dude. Uh, yeah. His parents get killed in the alley. Uh, he kind of goes downhill. He and this is where, um, Cash. You you're a big comic reader, right?
2: just batman comics but yeah, yeah. Batman i've comics, read the popular yeah. ones
0: yeah so i at least in my experience from the ones i've read and i've read a decent amount it, you don't really get that era of him between like when he's a kid and when he becomes like the when he goes to train with the league of shadows you obviously yeah. get that in gotham which shout out gotham an honestly pretty good show and <laughs> Has a lot of great stuff. <clears throat> um but I mean in this you get like he goes to Princeton, he obviously doesn't have his shit together. Um, and then he was like goes to kill Joe Chill. Uh which let's just talk about first. How who play who plays Carmine Falcone again? Who've,
1: Ray Winstone.
0: How great is he as Carmine Falcone?
2: He's fucking yeah. awesome.
0: He's, He's so good. do really
2: get Maroni and Falcone mixed up, dude. So it literally went, uh, uh, to Evan.
1: I, Yeah, we were watching Batman Begins yesterday, and I was like, "What the fuck?" They recast Falcone, and he goes, "No, that's a different person." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, because yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, oh, that is Falcone. So Maroni's in the Dark Knight at the at the table at the meeting, right?
1: Yeah, Maroni. Yeah, that's Sal Falcone. Is, Falcone is not in okay. the Dark Knight.
0: Yeah. He's Have you read um, the or... Long Halloween? cash
2: yep that's that's my favorite batman comic
0: oh dude it's, peak. <laughs> it's the best one no it <laughs> down. Easily the it's easily truly yeah. so good
2: um Got that little number right here
0: yeah no, <laughs> i i have that too it's peak and we'll talk yeah. about the long halloween more because along with heat that was one of the biggest influences in the dark knight and you can see a lot of it um in the dark knight um and uh, yeah. I mean, Batman Begins. We get this terror, and we'll we get these more throughout the trilogy. These terrifying, like one-on-one monologues between Bruce Wayne or Batman and the whoever the villain of the movie is. It, mm-hmm. It's genuinely terrifying that first scene, and then Bruce kind of goes off and gets trained by Ra's Ghoul, um, and then he comes back to save Gotham.
1: And, um, like, you're you're glossing over some of the biggest Well, yeah, I mean. Hard, you're, d- glo- like, some of the hardest cock shit I've ever seen in my entire life. This movie opens with Bruce in a fucking random prison on the other side of the world. Yeah. Just fucking up criminals for the sake of it because he wants justice. Yeah. And he's just there for justice. Justice! And, and we great- got them! And Ra, Ra- Ra's al Ghul. I never know if it's Razogul or Rachel Ghoul, but I think it's It's supposed Ray- to
2: be Rachel Ghoul in like yeah. every right. other movie and comic and show ever, but except for it's... Nolan's and I think it sounds like I don't like saying Ray Shall Ghoul. I think just think yeah. it sounds better saying Raz Alghoul. But yeah, it's supposed to be Ray Shao But who Oh, yeah. I think
0: Raish Al Ghul
1: sounds better. But that's just really? me. That's my personal It just
2: opinion. rolls off the tongue better for me if it's Raz Alghoul, mm. but yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah he he shows up and he's... He, he fucking trains Bruce Wayne. Like, he's like... And I was listening, and it's so funny. I was listening to the beginning of that Batman episode today, Cash. And when we were watching Batman Begins, and I was like, holy fuck, bro. That's like the interstellar shot of those ice fields. And, and it's yeah. also... Insomnia. It it's also... Thing, dude, that same place is in fucking insomnia. Like, he nolan loves that place bro i don't know where (laughs) it is but i swear he uses the exact same thing oh thank you uh oh damn i got pizza tell beth to bring us some pizza (laughs) the boys say bring bring some pizza for everyone
2: (laughs) sorry it's mine
1: Uh Oh. Oh, um yeah it Hmm? please i don't have it oh yeah i do sorry (laughs) <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Give me one sec. I'll oh. oh, no, hey, Evan... Um yeah, sorry, let me get back on track. This this Icefield shot, no one loves to use it because number one, it's fucking beautiful. Mm. If it's Interstellar the best, but like yeah, he uses it in in the dark night and it kinda takes you to this place where it's so surreal that it almost doesn't look real. Like it's it mm-hmm. it looks like fantasy. It's so cool. Right. And I think it fits Batman Begins Better than Insomnia because, yeah, he uses in Insomnia and it's like, it's weird.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Um, I said on my um, on my Film Scoop Batman episode how this movie at the time was very, uh, like, Batman wasn't in the good graces in the in the public. Yeah. They had mm-hmm. just, they had finished with Batman, Batman and Robin. Everyone hated it. Critics hated it. It didn't make a lot of money. And so they were trying to get Batman back on track and putting everything into this. And they start the movie with him in a fucking prison camp beating the shit out of criminals on the other side of the country. And like that's the main character of this new franchise. And that's where they're starting him. And I just thought that was some hard dick shit to do. And I love how that's where we find him is he's just this shell of a person that's just so angry, but he doesn't know how to channel it. So he did the only thing he... Knew to do, which was lock himself in with criminals so he can beat the fuck out of them all day. And then <sighs> Raoul Gul comes to him and says, "Like, I know why you're here. Come with us. We can help you. We can we can show you how to become more than just a man." And just some of the sickest dialogue you'll yeah. ever hear about about becoming legend and all the the training well, montage. And the, there's the, the
0: line castle. in the in the prison where. They're like we're take we're taking you to so- solitary, and he's like, "What? Why?" And they're like, "For protection." Um, and he's like, "I don't, I need, don't protection. need protection. It's not for you. It's for them." And then it goes back to that
1: shot, and they're all like, "Ah!" Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's so it's crazy. Good. It's fucking um, crazy. Yeah, and- it's it's a really interesting like setup because it puts you in this mindset that holy shit, Bruce Wayne does is all about vengeance and like just fucking taking down these criminals like the fact that he is so mad that gotham is what it is that he ships himself across the world just to fight because he doesn't really know what to do in gotham like he he's this rich billionaire and he's just like a lost soul like he doesn't give a shit about money and like Mm -hmm. he flexes the money in other movies with his cars and the women and all this, but like
0: the Lamborghini,
1: done. The Lamborghini, den. The Lamborghini, den. <laughs> the Lamborghini but, den. Dude, like he 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 just wants c- a clean city, and his only outlet is to fucking. It's the most badass shit, like you said, mm. ever. He he's like, I need I need vengeance, and he just goes <laughs> and fucks up criminals well, across the world. And it's learned, crazy. We
0: learn later through a monologue about him talking about why he left it's not him going out and like learn like not knowing what he's doing um it's like him because in that scene especially in that scene where he comes back from prison prison or comes back from princeton to uh kill joe chill god there was a lot of rhymes in there that was disappointing (laughs) um but he comes he has this very, very distinct idea of what is right and what is wrong. There's no gray area for him. This is right, this is wrong, and that's that. And he goes out to learn, and we get it in that monologue later of like what he was up to while he was out there. He he talks about he wanted to learn what it he wanted to learn what it's like to live amongst like the people of Gotham and criminals Mm. and 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 um because that's something even Falcone talks about in that uh dialogue scene is like you don't know what it's like to feel fear you're he says you'd have to go a thousand miles to find someone who didn't know your name um and
2: bruce wayne the prince of gotham
0: yeah yeah, (laughs) that god what we're pulling out all the impressions today um and uh it's really for him to like know what it is like to be those people so he can better help his city you know right um and uh another thing i wanted to uh, tag on uh, what you said cash is you batman like wasn't in good graces in the public i don't think any at this point i don't think any superhero movies were in good graces with the public they weren't like super popular they they and they were goofy they were silly they were campy even if you go back to like the good ones and those have their place like they're great um like even like the uh christopher reeve superman movies or the which best superman by the way christopher reeve um right oh thank you um and uh but they're like goofy they're campy and and they're fun and that has its place but Christopher Nolan came into this genre that had a very distinct like like uh, 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 formula of how it goes totally and yes. he, he just completely changed it up he's like I'm gonna make this I'm not gonna make a good superhero movie I'm gonna make a great film I'm gonna make mm-hmm. that I'm gonna make it serious I'm gonna make it dark I'm gonna make it gritty um, not like gritty gritty uh, like gritty the <laughs> word cr- gritty gritty
2: um
0: Just for and... clarifying,
2: we wouldn't want anyone <laughs> to
0: yeah, for sure um and even my dad talks about seeing Batman begins in the theater. he was going in skeptical and like after the first 20 minutes he was like, oh okay this is this is different this is awesome this is a real movie yeah exactly yeah. And... and I I think that's something Christopher Nolan really taps into here. Um, but again, he's still, there's cheesy lines throughout this movie. Oh, like dude. Jim Gordon going, I've got to get me one of those is so <laughs> cheesy and dumb, but it works so well because they're only mm. sprinkled in. So it's like a nice little, like, ah, oh, that's funny, you know? Yeah. And this was even before the MCU, before superhero movies were actually taken seriously. Like this right. pioneered the way for the MCU. Um, yeah. And Nolan just so is the damn king
2: good. of that, like that little dad laugh. The, <laughs> he's the king of those jokes. Like, yeah, dude, nice coat. That's my <laughs> favorite. That's my favorite joke in the whole fucking trilogy. But Hell it has no. it has like a sense. of – People always say that Nolan isn't good at like uh, he's always too serious and he doesn't have a sense of humor and he's also not good with like characters and getting emotion from his audience through the characters. And I just think that's load of bullshit. I think that yeah. the, all of his movies like have, have really well-timed comedy in them that fit in, in the movie and don't feel like it's like, oh, why'd you make a joke right there? It's always like, well done. Um, like yeah. all the little Why? jokes between Bruce and Lucius when he's oh, trying so- to get new stuff for his armory, but he doesn't want to say what he's doing. So he's like, I need to borrow it for spelunking and (laughs) just feel like that is always so funny Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and you like you talk about nolan as a filmmaker not making funny shit look at tenet tenet robert pattinson drops so many fucking funny lines we were talking about this last week because we did the 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 tenet review but like one of my favorite nolan lines is when it's before the 747 scene and john david washington's like you want to crash a plane." from the air and robin fans like don't be so dramatic and then he's like well how big a plane and robin fans goes well that's slightly more dramatic and it, it's just so fucking funny the way he delivers that yep. line and then the next scene you see this fucking 747 primed to yep. crash like it's crazy like yeah he he really does i mean not so much in his first few movies like memento insomnia But, like, from then on, like, even, you know, Interstellar, Inception, they have these little jabs that make you giggle or whatever. Mm -hmm. And as
2: for the television so-called plan, (laughs) I love that. Yeah, Joker has so many just funny lines. Yeah,
1: dude, we were. I I want to talk about it. We get to Dark Night, but there's this fucking scene in The Dark Night when.
0: Oh, we should save it. We should save it for (laughs) The Dark Night.
1: We'll we'll save it. It's It's genuinely the
0: funniest moment in the trilogy. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah. Uh, and another thing, people always talk about these movies having clunky action, having bad action. I completely disagree. Obviously, me and e- and Evan brought up a good point when we were watching Begins. The action is good. It's just the amount of cuts that Nolan uses is jarring. But it gets better throughout the trilogy.
1: Yeah, um, it, it definitely gets better. I think the sound design is always really great. Like the punches hit and all that. It's awesome. It's, I think his choreo- choreography in his fight scenes just need to work. Like. That name Begins mm-hmm. is not great, fight-wise. I, I know people have issues with the Dark Knight. I like the fights in the Dark Knight, but yeah, like... Like Trey said, it gets better, except for there's one fight scene in The Dark Knight Rises where there's this one dude who literally falls over after nothing. In yeah,
2: the background, yeah. Uh, yeah, he I just, just out falls to over. To that.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like trying to spot it down. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I think it's it's weird because his choreography isn't great, but the sound design on the punches and like the gunshots and everything is so good
2: that mm-hmm, it yeah. almost
1: balances out. Yeah.
2: And a lot of the action scenes towards the beginning of the movie are more like horror-based because yeah. they're he's showing Batman as like a uh, a like a kind of like a horror villain to the criminals of Gotham, and yeah. you know, like at the docks yeah. when they're like, "Where are you?" and he's like, "Swear hey. to me, yeah." And, it, and yeah, the, and he's like, and the, "He's here," and then yeah, got it. Yeah, so, so I sick. think a lot of the like quick cuts and the editing and like it doesn't look the best but it's also like in that specific scene he was going for like a like a a horror type thing so it made more sense there's yeah, some scenes right. where it doesn't make sense to do it but I kind of excuse it there at the docks
0: yeah that's fair yeah um yeah that dock scene so the first the, he comes back uh he 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 is he he builds his arsenal um the during that sequence it's our first look at uh like him as the bruce wayne character like him like putting on that role of the uh playboy um mm-hmm. and we get so many great moments of him doing that um where he uh uh, like in the, they're in the, he's with the two models, and he's like, uh, uh, um, he like you know, hands the guys a check the whole area. Yeah, <laughs> God, dude, it's so he's such a Chad. He's,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: And like when he first comes back to the company, and he's like behind the secretary, like showing her how to putt, and yeah. God, dude, he's so funny. It's so funny, and I love yeah. it but we get that ent- like character intro in the docks where he's like he has his suit together he has the voice which me and Evan were talking about voice, best voice. it starts it, batman begins has the best one because it's before like he like it like they take like you go watch batman begins and his voice it's so close to his normal voice he's really just like
2: he's just like whispering, kinda. Yeah, yeah it yeah. Comes But then like, you get ha- to ha- rises,
0: ha- and you- he's like, "Pain!"
2: <laughs> yeah, and we're like, like "Jesus Christ, calm
0: down." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it, don't know why he yes. changed
2: it. It was yeah, a good, it, it was a solid Batman voice. It in gets Begins, progressively raspier per movie. Yeah. yeah, weird. Um,
1: yeah. We, but yeah, that's not How. Amazing, Killian Murphy is in this movie and how underused he is. Underused, holy shit, he's so good at Scarecrow. And like, even, I mean, he's barely in The Dark Knight, but like Thomas Crane in The Dark Knight Rises being the judge, jury, executioner for all these prisoners. Like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, go to the eye. It's like that scene where he's talking to Gordon, he's like, do you want death or exile? (laughs) And he's like, well, I'm not walking out of that fucking ice. All right, death Death by exile. exile. God damn. (laughs) God damn, dude. It's crazy. Like I I wish that they used him more. Cause like even as Scarecrow in Batman Begins, I still feel like he's underused. He's amazing. And the fear toxin is so sick. Like it gives this glimpse of a side of the Batman Nolan. Or the Nolan Batman that's not really seen. Of like the, the supernatural. Or like any of the sci-fi shit. Mm-hmm. That Batman gets into. Which. I'm I'm 100% fine. That he never really delved into it. Because that's not the trilogy he was going for. He wanted like a crime trilogy. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like. He, he chose the side with Scarecrow a little bit. And it's like shit man. What could he have done with it? Like he could yeah. have cooked you could have cut some crazy shit
0: a lot more like Mm -hmm. of the like deep cut villains and we talked about it like have like the dark knight rises instead of being bane have get a like arkham asylum breaks open and you got like solomon grundy and poison ivy and all these like deeper cut characters that have such like you get like the calendar man victor we do get a little bit of victor zaz but we don't get enough, in my opinion. Yeah. Um yeah. and I think I think I just per me personally, I just wanted more of that. But um that's obviously, as Evan said, that's not what he was going for here. He was going for the more realistic superhero movies, these more realistic villains. Um so I like I still respect like where he went with that. Right. Have um, you read Nightfall? Nightfall. I don't think I have. I'll have to order. It's that.
2: the Bane. It's the Bane storyline.
0: Oh um, yeah, Nightfall. I have read that, and it's like yeah. I had like I found the comp con, condominiums or whatever the the compendiums. Um, the yeah, where it's like a, all of the issues in one, and I found a bunch of those. I found there was like three of them at like my local library, and I like read them all in a weekend. And God, dude, Bane. First of all, the size of Bane in the comics is Ridiculous. so much different he is just yeah. like i am bane i'm yeah. i'm the most massive man on Yeah, his planet. traps
1: are crazy i yeah I, one thing about i mean bane and then like scarecrow it gets me excited to see what matt reeves can do like i i know you've talked about it a lot but like hush he's a cool villain i want matt reeves to kind of experiment honestly I want to see some crazy shit.
0: Well, I know Maybe there's too. been rumors of it being like the Batman Frozen Empire and having Mister Freeze.
1: Yeah, I want to see like Professor I would love King. That. I want to see. I want to see some crazy shit. Like,
0: give us condiments, King. Give the people what they <laughs> want.
2: I um, Calendar Man. Give it. Give me it. Yes. All.
1: Yeah. Julian like- Day. Oh, Killer I want Croc. to see because. Matt Reeves universe it's suited to these these twisted villains but like we've gotten stuff like Hush before Mm -hmm. and I want something a little more out there because I know that he can just a
2: Riddler reskin that's why it bothers me so much there's nothing wrong with Hush but it just feels like what we've already did in the first movie
1: yeah like Hush is a cool villain but like we we've gotten serial killers we've gotten all this stuff before in Batman like
2: he, give us he Scarecrow. created give us Freeze, Bane. Yeah, Something exactly like wild. we
1: we've gotten the the crime universe and we've gotten the goofy universe like give us some horror shit, give us some, some some give us some crazy shit like you can do it. Like you've already given us a Batman that is very different from the others. So we know that you can craft a universe that's unique. Mm-hmm. So why don't yeah. you keep pushing this uniqueness and to,
2: to, well, there's yeah, a lot of rumors push. about him doing Scarecrow and Clayface, so yeah, Clayface would be s- sick, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, to get back to get us back on track, yeah, god, this episode's gonna be so long, but that is okay. It's gonna take forever to upload, though.
3: <laughs> Holy <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. um, this.
0: uh, but yeah, I mean, the, uh, uh, the Batman Begins is so perfect, um, and it's it, he does such a good job of balancing two different main villains, um, like giving us Scarecrow and giving us Ghoul. Ghul. Um, I just think it's excellent the way he does it. Um, uh, and I'm gonna ask this in but but before we end our review of each movie, um, what is your most rewatchable scene from Batman Begins?
2: Cash, Uh, yeah, Cash, I'll
0: send it to you first.
2: Oh, God. I would probably say... I love the first hour the most. Mm -hmm. I said on on the scoop that the first hour of Batman Begins is one of my favorite hours of movies ever. I love everything that happens, from the flashbacks to when he was a kid, from him climbing the mountain, and... Training with the League of Shadows and all those little like lessons that Razzal Ghul teaches him um, about theatricality and deception and blah blah blah. And he says um, he wants he wants Bruce to kill that to kill that guy as like part of his training. Mm-hmm. And he won't do it. And then he says compassion is a weakness that your enemies will not share. And then Bruce says that's why it's so important. That's what separates oh, me from them. My God. And yeah. it's just that's fucking batman oh that's God. like no one yeah. understood the assignment right there like <laughs> yeah. he mm-hmm. understands batman and so i'd i'd say that like the the league of shadows training stuff is is probably my favorite it just feels so raw and it feels so much like some aside of batman that we've never gotten before and yeah. people know batman's origin like they know his parents were killed but this is like people kind of forget this is the only movie that shows an origin story other than yeah. like one like one little flashback like actually showing him becoming batman this is the only one so yeah i just yeah. i just love that i'm a sucker for an origin story and i think it's the best origin story that's ever been put to film so the first hour yeah
1: yeah, Evan. Yeah. what about you? Most rewatchable scene. Yeah, I'm in that boat too. Like I love the beginning. I think it's badass. Visually, it's stunning. Like the mountain shots are insane. It's mm-hmm. very entertaining. Bruce Wayne's just a fucking beast. And then honorable mention to the scene where the train fucking crashes. Oh my god, that shit is crazy. That's that is that's good shit. That's hard dick shit. We have
2: to get into that. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, good. That's, that's, that, that's that scene like, is hot. Oh my god.
0: That's like Nolan for the first time proving to us that like, yeah, I'm not going to I'm going to spend as much money as I need to to make this real.
1: Yeah, cuz like I'm Batman not, begins I'm not going to just...
0: I'm, I'm not going to bullshit you with these action scenes.
1: Batman right. begins isn't a crazy blockbuster, but that third act kind of just like pushes into that blockbuster sense mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. yeah. holy shit it's he is fucking up Gotham and it looks amazing yeah
0: yeah um I think for me well Evan mentioned it well already quoted it the scene where he's interrogating Flas, and he's like I swear to god I swear to god and he goes
3: swear to me
2: and you're swear just like to me! That's so damn dude um, that's my that's probably my favorite moment, not maybe favorite scene. I don't know. Favorite moment though. Probably that's just the hardest shit yeah. you could ever say to a guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, I think my favorite scene, um, it's either the interrogation scene with Scarecrow and Falcone um, I've always loved that. I will always love that. I think it, it it scarecrow has like six lines of dialogue in that movie. He bare in that shot, in that scene. He there's barely anything there. But Killian Murphy just puts on a masterclass in that scene. Like you're you're mm-hmm. just hanging on every word. So it's either that scene, um. Or the first scene where Scarecrow lights Batman on fire. I love that. It. it shows it shows that he's human. That he he is like he's no different than the rest of us. He still struggles. Right. He still loses. Um, and I just love that. And it's heartbreaking. You, I mean, is I, I think Alfred's crying in that movie in that scene, or he's at least tearing up. I think that's the first time he's michael cain tearing up because bruce is in like the uh back seat having like fucking vietnam flashbacks to from when he was a kid and uh so yeah i i love that scene as well because i think it adds a lot of depth to the characters of alfred and, Bru- and bruce um so mm-hmm. i really enjoyed that one as well um But is there anything else you guys want to talk about that's Batman Begins specific before we get into Dark Knight?
2: I do. Uh, Evan, do you have anything first?
1: Let us hear it. Go for it.
2: I I took some notes during. So I watched Batman Begins again yesterday. Took some notes. Nothing crazy. Just just quotes, moments I like, I wanted to bring up. And then I skipped the Dark Knight, didn't watch that seen it 20 mm-hmm. times in my life i figured yeah. just memory will serve me well and then i yeah. watched like 60 percent of dark knight rises today so well, i took some notes gym. on that <laughs> yeah well i was at the gym perfect <laughs> dude time to that's watch crazy how, dude,
0: yeah. how hyped yeah. does that movie get you oh my god it,
2: you can't imagine you <laughs> cannot imagine it's a certified come in my ass moment for <laughs> three <laughs> hours straight for three yeah, hours so yeah. um yeah. yeah so no, and it's Batman like
0: cash has like dark knight rises in his ears he sniffs bell insults and he goes and lifts like a thousand pounds just ah!
2: wearing my God, bane dude. shirt me! Yeah. <laughs> out, yeah. every rep um you're you're
0: like you're quoting bane while you're doing it you're like no one know who i is until i put on the mask he <laughs> <Bakery laughs> has
2: defeated you
0: Right. Yeah, so, like everybody's yeah. like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Who's that guy
2: talking to? Um, so, I got some notes. So, one thing I I love about Batman Begins is that Nolan made the decision to intertwine Bruce's fear of bats with his guilt of his parents dying. Because yeah. traditionally mm-hmm. in the comics, bat, uh, Bruce is afraid of bats just because he fell in the well and... Bats scared him, and that's it. It's just a simple, like, how people are afraid of spiders. He was just afraid of bats. But if you remember, he leaves the opera because of bats. He's scared of bats. He leaves the opera because of it, and then him leaving the opera leads to his parents being killed. So not only is he already afraid of bats, now when he sees bats, he thinks about the fact that if he wasn't afraid of bats, his parents would still be alive. And so he feels guilt, and they referenced his guilt a lot. And Raz Ghul says, you know, do you still feel guilty for your parents' death? And he's like, my anger outweighs my guilt. Another baller ass line. Um, yeah. But I just thought that was so smart. Instead of it just being he's afraid of bats and that's it. Like there's a lot of layers to why he's so afraid of bats. Because the second he sees bats, he gets flashbacks of being a kid, leaving the opera, his parents being mm-hmm. killed, him feeling guilty for that and and then you get the scene of him when he's a kid after it happens talking to alfred and he's like if it's my fault like if i would have just stayed in the in the theater they like yeah and then alfred's like no it, it wasn't your fault and uh just so sad and then master bruce yeah master bruce <laughs> um, um, so i just uh, thought that that whole idea to intertwine that and give it more meaning his fear of bats was just a genius idea.
0: Yeah, and then you get the banger line from Ray Ghoul where he's like, "It wasn't your fault, Bruce. It was your father's," and it you're just your like, father's.
3: "Oh shit!"
0: <laughs> crazy.
2: Yeah, you're like, crazy he's about ass to fucking line. Tap your ass. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> really so cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, uh, I love the guy in the in the prison camp that uh, says. You are in hell, little man. <laughs> and I'm the devil. <laughs> oh my god. And he goes, god. You're not the devil. Your practice. Oh, that's just, like one Bruce of the first Ryan lines
0: Ryan. in the movie.
2: Dude, Bruce is that fucking guy. He's got that Dude, dog he, in him.
1: Yeah. He, yeah. That that's crazy. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. opening scene in the prison is just fucking insane.
2: I yeah. could watch that on repeat. I love that scene so much. Probably want to rewatch Path Effie Kids. I'll probably put it on tonight. Um <laughs> why <you> to... <laughs> this is the uh the start of the why do we fall motif that's uh oh referenced God. throughout the trilogy of uh him falling in the well and his dad lifting him out of the well and then carrying him inside and saying why do we fall bruce so we can learn to pick ourselves up and once mm-hmm. his dad dies something that alfred keeps reciting to him when he's going through troubles and you hear it in the elevator shaft when wayne manners just exploded and He's like, I tried to save Gotham and I failed. And then Alfred goes, "Why do we fall, Master Wayne?" <laughs> so we can learn to pick ourselves up. And he goes, "You still haven't given up on me." He's like, "Never." Oh, I cried Yeah, I'm that's sorry. Like, that, I, I just we cried. were figuring
0: out. We were figuring out impressions we could pull out for this episode while we were watching it. Um, and I, we were like, "Oh man, Michael Kane is really hard." Um he's probably the hardest one to do in the
2: universe. <laughs> really uh, he has a unique voice.
0: Yeah, but that I was like, "Oh, that's one word we could do to uh for Michael Kane is just never." That
2: <laughs> never. Oh, What's the god. point of all those bloody push-ups if you can't even lift a log? Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, um, base Alfred, oh, bro. Shit.
3: Yeah,
2: he had him on his shit. Uh I oh. love that Alfred's the one that told bruce that he needs to uh create this persona of the billionaire playboy because a billionaire that just stays in stays in the house no one ever sees him it arouses a lot of suspicion so he was the one that told bruce like you gotta you gotta put on a show for everybody they need to think you're an idiot so so no one will suspect you and i just i like that uh alfred's who gave him that idea i love the wayne legacies more than just bricks and mortar Mm-hmm. I love that scene. Um Bruce telling all of his guests to leave the his house. Uh to all you all you phonies. He's pretending to be drunk and he's just talking yeah. shit, talking mad shit. But he, he's sacrificing his character. He's sacrificing his uh perception to save everybody, which is the definition yeah. of Batman. He's putting himself aside. He's making himself yeah. look like an ass because it's going to save everybody and that's yeah that's he says uh, i
0: just theme. pulled it up because i was gonna quote that because i love it he goes to all of you uh all of you phonies all of you two-faced <laughs> friends you psych sycophantic suck-ups who smile through your teeth at me please leave me in peace this is not a joke <laughs>
2: <laughs> Holy shit. And, uh, and uh somebody somebody tries to cut it might have been alfred or something someone tries to cut him off and he goes i'm not finished and then he just keeps going <laughs> it's so funny. um yeah so love that scene um the back to the um nolan little dad laugh laughs i love the scene when um at the towards the end when morgan freeman's talking to the other guy i can't remember his name and he goes didn't you get the memo and yeah dude all full oh of it's him so getting good. fired after trying to yeah. dick Holy shit! can't dick Lucius is such undickable. a fucking
1: goat in this movie oh my god he's such oh, a really he
2: says i don't care what you're doing but don't don't think of me as an idiot like that's yeah. just he's homie um and then towards the end when they're in the narrows and gordon's in the narrows and he's like we need backup Like we're fucked here and then the guy's on the on the walkie-talkie and he's like we have no one else to send in and then as he says it you see bruce flying in on the batmobile oh my god come in my ass moment oh my god every single time my i, I get full body Dude, chills that's I'm it like, i'm that's watching boy together. right there um yeah <laughs> I crazy love that shit. uh Katie Holmes. Don't know why everyone shits on her. She did good in this movie. Nothing wrong with her. I think she's her. better
0: than Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's better Yo, than please. Maggie
2: Gyllenhaal. I've always said that. Yeah. Uh, I don't and know why people. Hate see, on her.
0: see, I get Bruce like obsessing over uh, over Rachel when it's Katie Holmes. I don't get All it right. when it's Maggie Gyllenhaal.
2: Yeah. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's let's, just like.
1: Let's relax here. Yeah. I don't I,
2: know. I, never, I like them both. I, I haven't. I don't love. I'll be Maggie team Maggie. I'll be team
1: Maggie. <laughs> I don't like, like her like
2: <laughs> her energy and her delivery. They don't. I don't Harvey. feel like they have any chemistry together. Some. <laughs> I don't know why that. <laughs> it's like the uh, loud, bro. the Interstellar Matt Damon. There's yeah. a moment. <laughs> Dude, no one's gonna think fucking, you're fucking <laughs> Cutting people off mid sentence by blowing yeah. them up. <laughs>
1: holy shit i remember i don't know if you ever watched it cash but uh i used to watch achievement hunter a lot when i was a kid and i don't know why but there was one point where one of the guys is talking about fucking random shit and he just goes harvey some and it (laughs) makes me laugh every fucking time so now i can't watch that scene without laughing
2: i bet oh my god um, and then the last thing I just wanted to bring up was there's three things I don't love about Batman Begins, and it's the fight choreography, yeah. the, um, the color grading at times mm-hmm. is just very brown, and yeah. uh, I don't like the ending. I don't – I like the overall ending, but I don't like that he lets Roz die mm-hmm. because he says, oh, I'm yeah. not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. You're killing him if you don't save him that's how that works if you don't save him he's dead that's how that works Bruce so yeah his only rule is no killing and he kind of kills a person so that's the only that's the only thing it doesn't like obviously it's my number three movie of all time so it doesn't really like change my opinion on the movie too much but I don't Mm -hmm. I don't fight people about it when they say it's stupid because I agree Yeah, I think it's stupid but I think all the good outweighs it so I can can agree with it one thing we didn't talk about is
1: how batman begins
2: has the best gotham
1: of all three movies
2: easily because holy
1: shit dark knight right dark the dark knight is it's not it's not gotham it's a fucking it's a it's a big city it's a skyline city like you you don't feel gotham in this movie and then the dark knight rises is just like the first half is like oh yeah it's pittsburgh it's famous and and, like a nice rich city and the second half is just like slums yeah it's not gotham it's just like oh yeah bane turned everything into a fucking war zone like it's yeah i it's it's i don't like how
2: none of the gothams feel the same it doesn't feel like the same place
1: yeah it's one of the reasons that the batman exceeds so much because that's gotham that's fucking gotham that's fucking
2: gotham with the like, rain mm-hmm. and the the gothic, like, architecture of the city. and Yeah. Oh, it's fucking perfect.
1: And I would, I mean, I know you've talked about it before, but, like, Batman vs. Superman has a pretty fucking good Gotham, and you get the, mm-hmm. oh my god, the scene of Batman like Ben Affleck on the fucking gargoyle statue in the rain and it's just fucking crazy oh my god
0: before we get into the Dark Knight what is your opinion on Batman versus Superman because me ultimate edition like director's cut me and Evan both adore it I in my opinion Ben Affleck is the best Batman I love him as Batman I feel like that's most true to him as a character um but I'm just wondering, what's your opinion on that movie?
2: I've got Batman v Superman at a four star. So I like it a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoy it. I think it has its problems. Uh, 99% of them are uh, Lex Luthor. He has I don't mind the Martha scene. I actually like the Martha scene. I think it's interesting. And I think just the movie overall uh, presents a lot of interesting questions and does something different with the characters and even if i it's not what i would do i don't i wouldn't have batman killing people i respect Zack snyder doing something different and it just the visuals just look straight out of the batman comics oh i mean God, they're absolutely so... ridiculous their mm-hmm. fight scenes are awesome there's some great dialogue score? i love the scene when yeah the score uh the lex luther's Anthony theme and, the... and, Dum- and
0: I, Dum- I Dum- yeah Hans zimmer did I do that score yeah.
2: yeah um the score is awesome in the scene when they're at Lex Luthor's party and Bruce and Clark are talking and like kind of talking shit about each other. Like, you know, they're kind of sneak dissing each other, but they can't openly say who they are, but they get the memo. I think it's, I think it's pretty awesome. It's got its flaws, but I have a great time watching it. So yeah, Yeah. I will.
0: I, I just need to defend, uh, this real quick before we get into dark Knight. Uh, Gene Hackman is the best Lex Luthor. Hands down. Gene Hackman in the original Superman movies is astounding. But Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, it's a very different character. I think he's a close second. I think Jesse Eisenberg is so damn good in Batman vs. Superman. And I love him as Lex Luthor.
2: That's a steaming take. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... I don't, th- but, I don't, I don't like that Lex Luthor. I don't think it's Jesse Eisenberg's fault. I think that's just the way it was written and the direction he was given. But I don't, I don't like it. I, I just feel like we haven't really ever gotten a good Lex Luthor. I haven't seen like Smallville and some of the other stuff, but yeah, from what I've seen, I haven't really seen a Lex Luthor that like blew me away. So what? I think Gene Hackman, I, think gonna, I, I don't know, I I don't really remember him too much in in the original Superman. I can't remember so good. how good he did, but I think Nicholas Holt's going to be our definitive Lex Luthor.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to do it. I, I love the when <laughs> they're interviewing Jesse Eisenberg. It's like, do you have any uh, advice for Nicholas Holt? And Jesse Asenberg just goes, don't do what I did. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> crazy. That's yeah, fucking crazy. He yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knows. Uh Shall we? Shall we the touch on the Dark Knight?
0: Yeah, Let's we are two it. hours in currently. That's crazy. Hell yeah! Uh, and we are just now getting to the Dark Knight.
1: Um. Yeah, the Dark Knight is fucking perfect. This is. Um, yeah. I, I've yeah. seen this movie like cashhead probably twenty times, maybe more. It it holds an immense amount of nostalgia in my heart. It's probably mm-hmm. one of the reasons that I find the Batman not as good purely based on nostalgia i i i could see the 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 batman raising as time goes on because i rewatched it recently and it's just fucking hard dick shit like it's so fucking sick um this is like i, I know people draw conclusions to heat they're different movies but like i have the dark knight over heat i love That's michael cool. man i've take. Dude, I fucking love Michael Mann. I think Collateral is a masterpiece. I love Michael Mann. Miami Vice. It's all hard dick shit. The Dark Knight is one of my favorite crime thrillers of all time. I think that the character work on the Joker that they do in two and a half hours on a character that has almost nothing known about him, yet you still get such depth to him through like you you start off and you're like oh yeah the joker likes to fuck shit up and you just get this like pure sense of how little he gives a shit and how he just wants he craves chaos mm-hmm. and
2: he also loves proving people wrong and proving yeah. that he's not crazy
1: yeah he lo- he loves to take the people and he proves it a lot with harvey den like his whole mission for most of the movie is to sh- take harvey dent who is like gotham's white knight and just show him how how easy it is he he says it straight up like how easy it is to fucking turn somebody to the to a villain yeah. like mm-hmm. he he's such an interesting intri- intricate sorry uh character uh that he he can do that like you you have the standout scenes with the the one in in wayne manor like in the skyscraper or not wayne manor but in the skyscraper in wayne tower and then like you have the one when he's uh he, he's brought in dead and they're like 500 grand for dead and he poof, poof, the fucking handsome score cooks in how about alive what about alive <laughs> oh my god it's so fucking good and yeah. uh like you have these standout scenes that are like the oscar scenes but it's these intricate moments where he gives these monologues about Gotham and humanity and how, like, he, he doesn't give a shit about life, and he, all he cares about is taking the standards of life and normal human civilization and, like, nah, you guys are hanging on by a thread, and I'm gonna fucking cut that thread, and I'm here to just set it ablaze. And it's so immaculate.
0: Well, he's an he's an anarchist.
1: Yeah, it it's um, one of the greatest characters of all time, honestly. And I don't even think that's a hot take. Like, God rest his soul, Heath Ledger came out, and I've I've seen other Heath Ledger movies. I know what he looks like. I I know what he acts like. He is unrecognizable in this movie. It mm. he is the Joker in this film, and it is. It's just fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: back to what you were saying, Evan. He has that whole monologue, and we'll talk about the funny moment in this scene in a sec. Yeah. But the monologue where he's just like, "See, nobody freaks out when everything goes to plan. I could say tomorrow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow up a school bus full of children. But when one little mare dies, everybody goes crazy. <laughs> just induce a little." <laughs> chaos like that that yeah it's (laughs) it's so good
1: the the scene we were talking about earlier is that he walks into Harvey Dent's hospital room with the fucking nurse's outfit on and he's wearing the surgical mask and Harvey Dent's (laughs) chilling and he pulls the shit off and Harvey Dent's like It's yeah. so fucking funny. He didn't funny. recognize
2: him until he took off <laughs> he, the mask. Yeah, and
0: it's so obviously <laughs> the Joker, and then he takes yeah. off the mask, and Dent is like, wait, what? Dude, no.
2: We've re- we
1: rewinded it like two or three times, because it's just it's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, hey, give me one. Uh, You guys keep
0: going. I'll be right
2: back. Yeah. Um. Okay. um I, one moment It's really... so funny, though, while we're talking about comedy,
1: uh, yeah. I'm sure
2: it'll come up again, but when he's going into, like bruce's apartment where they're having the the harvey dent party I, yeah i forget exactly what that is but um it's he like goes a fundraiser in, like, for their campaign yeah yeah the fundraiser and he's like where is harvey dent and then he starts going up to all the people there and he goes "Do you know where he is and he just starts fucking with everybody he Dude. pours out the drink he eats the olive and he goes you remind me of my father and just fucking with this old guy and he goes yeah oh, he like, grabs he his father. head and he goes yeah nope yeah like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: so fucking that, weird,
2: everybody that it's scene so is so funny.
1: fucking good like the joker has this weird charisma to him where like i mean his screen presence is undeniable like from the first scene i mean i i don't remember what i saw but they played that bank robber scene. it's like the same as it or whatever dune you know they play the first 10 minutes of the dark knight and i'd seen that scene and like you you kind of know what the i mean you have the clown mask so you kind of just assume the joker's gonna pop up but like I, I, I wasn't online at that time. I was a fucking kid. I didn't see the makeup. I didn't know what to expect. And mm-hmm. holy shit. What a reveal. Like, can, oh, we yeah. got to talk about... The, the opening scene of this movie is fucking nuts. Like, you have a bank robbery, and it's like, okay, this is sick. Like, it's a Michael Mann-type high-paced... Uh, or, like, super fast-paced action heist. And then you see all these bank robbers just icing each other fucking piecing each other up every scene and it's like oh my god and then the reveals the joker at the end and it's like he's putting a fucking grenade in somebody got somebody's mouth and it it sets a stage from the first like 15 minutes of this movie that the joker is does not give a shit about money like yeah He'll take the money to fund his anarchy, but he doesn't give a fuck. And it it shows it again, like when he burns the when he he's with the Russian dude, like two thirds through the movie, and he's like, "I'm only burning my half." Yeah. And then he goes, "Let's see how loyal a hungry dog really is." And I, my fucking spine shakes, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, what a menace!" Because that guy was already scary. Yeah,
2: <laughs> um, like, yeah, that opening scene is like top five character introductions of all time, Yeah, because not only is it just super badass, it also shows everything that the Joker's about and how he orchestrated a heist where he got individual people to take each other out. So what starts as like eight to ten guys at the beginning of the heist, at the end, there's only one guy left. So yeah, and, and it's crazy how they just keep takes going. All the like,
1: money. He he t- he fucking convinced every single person because like it cuts back and forth. I don't know. like Yeah, it's just such a sick opening scene. Like you, you love bank robberies, like <clears throat> most people that go to see superhero movies, they probably watch action movies, they're so like, alright, a fucking bank robbery I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. And you just watch this fucking mastermind plot and every there's that scene when he's talking to Har- uh, Harvey Dent and it's like, it was your your guys, your plan. And he goes, do I look like a guy with a plan? And he says like, I'm just ahead of the curve. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, like mm-hmm. the Joker is genuinely just like, he-, he says he's not a guy with a plan because he just craves anarchy and like anarchy is mindless. But like, yeah. He genuinely is ahead of the curve. And then you see, like, the scene when he's in uh, in in the prison in Gotham Central. And, oh my god, I remember seeing that shit in the theaters, and the fucking dude with the cell phone in his stomach, and I'm like, that is horrific to look at. And it's like, yes. He's like, he told me I'd see bright lights and fairies or some <laughs> shit like that, and it's crazy. And then... <laughs> he walks away and it cuts away and this dude just fucking explodes and it pieces like 15 people in that cell it's crazy
2: Mm -hmm. i just want my phone call
1: i just want my phone call and that whole scene it's so it's so crazy like i mean i want to talk about the lead up to it with the 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 18 wheeler but like when the joker first gets arrested like he's sitting there in his vest and they're emptying his pockets and there's like 20 fucking knives and like <laughs> a cheese grater and like a potato peeler yeah. bro like what the fuck it's crazy you gotta but, be
0: prepared for all situations yeah
1: and uh one thing I was talking about with Trey is that the scene in the in the interrogation scene his makeup is really smeared in his forehead and I know that during the scene when he shoots the mayor He's not wearing the makeup, but it doesn't really. It's not the Joker there, right? Like, I mean, it is, but it's yeah, not but a he's Joker. He's not wearing scene. makeup. Yeah, and then you get the scene. I don't know if I'm alone on this, but like, his makeup is smeared, and he's he's he, you know his hands are free, and it almost feels like they're trying to reinforce him as a human character, showing him with less makeup, right? Like it's such a raw scene between him and dent and then him and bruce like and then him and the dude like the random guy where he's like hey, how many keep friends how many of my friends i killed and he's like six like that whole part his makeup is so smeared that you see some of his uh skin on his face and to me it's just like holy shit, the Joker is a real human that, like, is just so twisted and fucking insane. And we could talk for hours about the interrogation scene and how fucking peak it is, but, like, that's one of the things about it that I think elevates it is that, like, um, one of the scenes before it, he retouches his makeup and I don't remember exactly which scene it is, but his fresh makeup is so scary to look at, and it's like, he is genuinely frightening to stare at. And then Mm -hmm. you get this raw portrait after the car chase of this man who has been fucked up, yet he's the same person, and you just see him in a different light almost. Yeah. Because he's lacking that makeup. It's so weird that a little missing makeup can... For, I mean, for me, I don't know if you guys feel the same, but, like, it really just the smudges on his forehead changes, and he's having such a real conversation with Bruce. It's not like, oh, yeah, you're the bad guy, I'm the good guy. It's like, we're not we, like them. You know? He says that kind of shit, and it's like... he He's trying to appeal to the darkest side of Bruce that exists, and I think it's such an interesting conversation you know Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. totally agreed um I've been talking over for a while so all you guys yap
0: (laughs) and I think we see that and you see Bruce start to lose it a little bit when he talks about them he's like he like Bruce at this point knows Joker has taken Dent and he's trying to like get that information out of him um but then there's the line about that he's like them and Joker is like uh, he um, he talks about how he you always thought like, Dent was the Batman um, but then he like, realized it was impossible and then Batman figures out that Rachel is the other person and that's when yeah. he goes and puts the chair under the door handle.
1: Yeah, because the whole buildup to this scene is like him and Joker kind of like playing mind games with each other, and yeah. then the Joker drops that he's got Dent and Rachel stashed away, and Bruce just loses it. Like he the Batman wailing is wailing not... on him. Yeah, he's fucking beating his face, and it's like he he puts the chair down, and Gordon's losing it, and it's like this is the first time that, like, Batman as a character, not Bruce, but, like, Batman is, like, losing it and showing pure emotion, mm-hmm. and the and the Joker does not give a fuck. He's like, you have nothing! Nothing to threaten me with! Oh my god, it's crazy. He and doesn't. He's in the corner, and he's getting fucking beat on, and the Joker is just smiling. It's one of my favorite scenes of all time. Like, I, I knew I loved the Dark Knight. I hadn't seen it for a while. And when me and Trey watched it yesterday, I was like, yeah, this is one of my favorite this is like a top three favorite movie of all time for me. It is yeah. so fucking perfect. I know like I need to watch Batman begins again. I understand you, Cash, like you love the origin story. Like I the the character story in the Dark Knight, is just so fucking cool, and this interrogation scene, even though it's, like, halfway through the movie, again, the pacing in these Nolan Batman movies is insane, but, like, Mm -hmm. this is not near the end of the movie, and it feels like it should be, almost, like, the big confrontation between Batman and the Joker, like you have the one at the end when he's suspended and it's like the kind of stereotypical, like I'm good, you're bad. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you have the pure human interaction smack dab, like a middle to two thirds through the movie. And it's way more impactful and organic. Like I, I genuinely have some issues. I was th- saying to Trey about the last like 15 to 20 minutes of the dark Knight. yeah visually i think it's kind of messy just because like the the sonar thing looks fucking weird but like mm-hmm. i mean batman is a stereotyp- stereotypical character but like this interrogation scene is such an organic interaction that it it really gets you to think about bruce wayne as a person who is so set in his rules and you have multiple people telling him that's the one rule you'll have to break and you can see him I mean he says I'm considering it and it's like that's fucking badass but like you think deep down it's like the Joker is pushing him to such an edge like I don't don't think you ever feel that like the Scarecrow and Bane are both very intimidating villains but I don't think that Any villain has pushed Batman, Christian Bale Batman, to this limit, mentally, like the Joker has. And it leads to just the most insane cinema. And it leads to an amazing performance from Christian Bale. Like, he's in a mask, but like, holy fuck, he is just popping off. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to know what you guys think about this scene the the interrogation scene because it's one of the biggest scenes in the movie yeah cash why don't you
2: take it uh yeah it's the best scene in the movie it's w. not even I mean it's not even close for me that's if I could watch one scene from the Dark Knight it, it'd be that scene yeah I know it all pretty much by heart every every line of dialogue and yeah. I just think Christopher Nolan and I think David S Goyer was the co writer. I just feel like they understand both characters so well and why the characters are at such odds and how Batman really doesn't have anything to threaten Joker with. They don't know who he is, and he doesn't have any real motives other than fucking Batman's day up and trying to get him to kill him. That's his only real motivation. It's so scary that...
1: The Joker has no motivation and nothing to threaten him. His pure method is chaos, and that is, like, so foreign.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. And like you said um, about Joker saying he, like, he wants Batman to break his one rule, that's what makes me hate Batman Begins Ending even more, because I'm like, so you killed Ra's al Ghul, but not Joker, who's doing... (laughs) Just as bad, if not worse, shit, and he's he's fucking with you on a personal level because yeah, Ra's al Ghul was yeah. fucking with Gotham, but he has Rachel and Harvey, and you kill this guy, but you killed Ra's al Ghul. so I, I just feel like that. I don't know. It bothers me a little bit when I think about it like that. But um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I like love how that how that switch flips, like y'all said, when when he realizes he has Rachel and. He just goes into a different mode. He puts the chair under the door, and they all—all the guys on the other side of the glass start running to the door because they know what he's about to do. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. He fucking—he
1: slammed Joker's head into the fucking glass, and it—it cracks. Like holy shit!
2: And and. Heath it's... Ledger told Christian Bale to actually punch him in that scene. Oh, really? I I don't think he did because he didn't want to, and Nolan didn't want them to. But yeah, Heath Ledger was like asking, like, please, like, I, it's fine. I I like it'll be fine. It'll make the scene better, and they wouldn't do it. But I just thought that was some Heath Ledger <laughs> shit to do. Yeah, it's crazy. Me.
1: And yeah. that whole that whole scene starts with him fucking <gasps> on his hand. And immediately the Joker, the Joker starts toying with his brain. He's like, never start with the hand. The victim gets all fuzzy. Like, no, because he slams his head. He like,
0: yeah, boom, yeah. Oh yeah, the he's hand. Dead. And then, and he, then, goes, then he, he goes, never the, n- never the head. The head, not the head. head. They, they
1: get and all fuzzy. It's like, before they dig into anything, he's immediately attacking Batman's interrogation. Like, Batman is the world's greatest detective. That's his fucking tagline. But, like, he is feral in this movie. He shows his interrogation or his, like, detective things tracking down. Like, he cuts the little hole in the wall with the bullet and he tracks down all this shit. And it's awesome. But, like, this interrogation scene is so raw and pure of, like, the relationship between joker and batman and i i wish we could have seen what a uh, the dark knight 2 could have been with heath ledger because maybe it explores him in arkham like i think that could have been so fascinating it's a tragedy we'll never get it but like yeah i think christian bale and heath ledger's dynamic was just so fucking perfect
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
1: I will never get over how insanely good every scene between the two of them is. Like this movie has some issues. I I will always laugh at. It.
2: <laughs> Let her go
1: and Batman <laughs> fucking jumps out of a thirty-story building and catches Rachel and they land on like a taxi and it's like let's not do that again. What the fuck broke their fall? Like. His cape? His cape? Yeah. His cape, the form. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, it like, he's right, gliding right. down. He's not, like, free-falling.
1: Dude, they are not gliding. You are dreaming. They sh- they impaled this taxi, bro. That shit flattens. I... So... I... I, I suspend disbel- It's weird, because this movie has some moments where you have to suspend disbelief, like... But... At the same time, it's just so real and raw. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and one scene I want to talk about, just for Christopher Nolan's Juice, is the the eighteen wheeler scene. Like Harvey Dent surrenders himself, and you're like, "Holy shit, what is going on?"
0: Yeah. It
1: almost like it gears up, and it's set in the same aesthetic as like that I am Iron Man, like Iron Man one ending, and you're like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. What's going on here? And then it transitions into Harvey Dent admitting him in the trust that Batman will save him. And you get this fucking insane SWAT SUV. It's super tense, Chase. And then it's like a bunch of the Batman movies have this. And I don't know if Dark Knight Returns Part 1 came out before the Dark Knight. Because I just, I just watched that shit for the first time today. But like... There's that scene where that rookie cop is like, I'm going to take down Batman. And the, the older guy is like, you're in for a show tonight. And the Dark Knight Rises has that exact same scene where like the older mm-hmm. cops fucking know that Batman's about to pop off and just piece some dudes. Yeah. But I love Well, I think that. both
0: of those moments are in the Dark Knight Rises where the kid is like, yeah. he's like, what the fuck is happening with the lights? And the guy's like, oh, man, you're in for a show tonight. Yeah. And even the line where he shoots Batman's, not to prematurely get into Dark Knight Rises, but he shoots Batman's, like, EMP gun or whatever that thing is. And the guy goes, get back in the car before you hurt yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I love when the cops respect Batman as, like, this higher authority figure. It's just fucking sick.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It, it brings this level to Batman where it's, like, he is him. He's the fucking goat. Like, mm-hmm. stay the fuck out of his way. Um, But yeah, that tunnel scene is so sick, because like, the cops are on route. They're getting fucked up. The, the helicopters are crashing. You know? And then... Joker busts out the fucking RPG in this, like... (laughs) Circus truck. Yeah. And you... Yeah, and you have that scene with the kids. It's like... They're... With their hands. And then Batman pop and fucking blast through. Blasts the mirrors off. Shoots the fucking cars and blasts through. Like, it's so sick. The Dark Knight has such awesome fan service moments for, like, Batman as a sick superhero. Because... I was talking about this yesterday like the Dark Knight isn't the best Batman movie the Batman is but the Dark Knight has a few moments in it where they're just like that's fucking Batman and he is him
0: yeah it's I would
1: agree like it's more of a crime thriller and it's it it doesn't focus on Batman as much and I don't think that either Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises focus on Batman or Bruce Wayne as much as the Dark Knight or as Batman begins, like the Dark Knight Rises kind of touches on Bruce Wayne more, and the Dark Knight has some moments after Rachel dies where it really gets into Bruce Wayne as a human. And I think that's yeah. really interesting. But like The Dark Knight is purely a a crime drama thriller. And that's okay. Like I fully respect the people who say that it's not the best Batman movie because it's not. But the moments in it that are about Batman are just fucking sick. And yeah. I would love to know what you think about that, Cash, because like I know you love the Batman, but like the Dark Knight's moments of Batman are just so fucking sick.
2: Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm in the camp of it's not the best. Batman movie, yeah. Um, and the reason why I like Begins and Rises more are because they feel more like Batman movies. And At while least, I The Dark yeah. Knight, on a technical aspects, you know, it is the better movie c- compared to Begins and Rises, like yeah, just objectively. But I'm a Batman fan, and I like for my Batman movies to be very Batman heavy and Bruce yeah. Wayne heavy, and that. Begins and rises are very Bruce Wayne heavy, and yeah, Dark Knight's just like a departure from that. And yeah, it's weird how little I, I,
1: sorry to cut you off, I didn't really realize how little Batman is in The Dark Knight. Like, the scenes here he's in are so fucking sick that you kind of like are like, all right, this is awesome, but like it's not a Batman movie at its core, it's really not, and it's weird to think about. Because it's such a sick movie, everyone's like, "Oh, it's the best Batman movie." But honestly, he's he's not
2: in it very much. Yeah, I think he gets overshadowed by the Joker a lot, and I mean, and even Harvey, rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, Heath Ledger turns in one of the best performances we've ever seen, so it makes sense why he gets overshadowed. But that is, in the end, like a reason that I like the other two movies more. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. and. I think it's. I think that The Dark Knight's great in the same way that Heat is great. It's a perfectly made crime thriller. Like, yeah. on every aspect, the score, the cinematography, the editing, the dialogue, the acting, everything's perfect. But I just love Batman and I love the stories and the character arc of Bruce Wayne in the other two movies better. And also, one thing that always just like makes it makes the Dark Knight feel odd to me is the fact that it's the only one with no Wayne Manor and no Batcave. And right. There's technically a Batcave, it's just that little light, like, the little storage underground thing that he has. Yeah, there's around. no
1: real Batcave. Like, you get the Batcave in yeah. Dark Knight Rises and Begins, like, there's there's no real Batcave.
2: And in Rises, the Batcave looks so fucking cool. Holy shit. Like it looks so much better than in begins for some it's it's good in begins but in like rises when he's researching bane and he's on his computer but you see like the the waterfall in the background yeah and even when robin
1: pops in at the end like it looks amazing yeah it's so it's weird it's it's so weird like i i'm sorry to cut you off again like I adore The Dark Knight, but when watching these three movies in a row, because I never binge this trilogy, it's like I'm gonna watch The Dark Knight. All right, bet I'm gonna watch The Dark Knight Rises. It's weird how good of a movie it is, but how little of a Batman movie it is. Like you, you, you get all the character arcs, but you do. And like Harvey Dent is amazing, the Joker's amazing, Jim Gordon's arc is awesome too. Like, but you get like. Fucking five scenes of
2: the Batman total. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and I feel like Rises to me because um, I can't really explain why I don't love the Dark Knight as much without bringing up Rises. So that's where I have to kind of yeah. jump to it. But I just feel like Rises feels like a sequel to Begins versus a sequel to the Dark Knight because mm. the Dark Knight rarely ever references anything in Batman Begins, and yeah. Rises is constantly doing callbacks with the symbolism of the pit and Bruce falling in the well as a kid and then him yeah. rising out of the pit as a man and seeing the flashback of his father saving him out of the well and uh, all the why-do-we-fall stuff comes for, full circle. And uh, uh, Ra's al Ghul shows up as a as a ghost, like as a vision in The Dark Knight Rises. And that yeah. Another yeah. connection uh, begins. And it just feels so separate it feels like the dark knight's great and awesome and a perfect movie but it almost doesn't even really feel like a part of the same franchise yeah because it it... shares no similarities between the other ones yeah
1: i i 100 agree and it's kind of dawned on me in the last watch how true that is like again the dark knight is one of my favorite movies of all time i have insane nostalgia for it and i will meet ride it for the rest of my life but you're so right it doesn't feel like a part of this trilogy and i'm really curious to think about like if it if dark knight rises would have felt the same if heath ledger was still alive because of how different the dark knight is from batman begins like they're so different the batman sorry the dark knight is like it's legit like Heat. It's a crime drama. It's not a superhero movie. There's yeah. there's no superhero shit in this movie. You have, like, it, it's comparable to a, a crime drama where you have a hero where that, that just fucks shit up and you just replace yeah. him with Batman. You know, it's, it's really weird to think Nolan, about.
2: I think he just watched Heat and was like, I want to do that. And just put yeah. Batman characters in a in a heat remake almost like and he's he's, that's that's not just like fan theory like he said so many times in interviews that he was heavily inspired by heat when making that's why william Fickner's in the opening scene because he Mm. was in heat and that was a reference to heat and he said many times how much of an influence it was. So yeah, it's pretty. I'm not obvious. gonna lie, dwelling on this is
1: making me like the Dark Knight less, and it's making me sad. <laughs> no, I still love it, but it's like I like it less as a Batman movie, and I think that's just like again, I love the Batman. I still like the Dark Knight more purely from a nostalgia standpoint, and just because it's my shit, but the batman is such a better batman movie Mm. like i i want to watch the batman do a batman episode now because like it's genuinely uh, the bruce wayne is very different so it's hard to compare like bruce wayne in the batman is not bruce wayne in the dark knight or any of those three he's not the playboy he's this fucking edgy dude he is focused on the Gotham project. It's, again, I... I want to go into a little tangent about the Batman, but, like... I really love that... This isn't year one. We don't need a Batman origin story. We've gotten it before. And it's done amazing in year one, like... Or in uh, Batman Begins. And, like, the comics and all this shit. And Matt Reeves cooks this... Year two, where... He's kind of got the hang of things. And he is suited. And... <laughs> we have this gritty ass Gotham like it it, the Batman is maybe the perfect Batman movie just because I'm gaslighting myself right at this point like before I was like man I like the Batman but I don't love it and it's like it's really good it's fucking sick but like when I think of it in the context of Batman and even watching like the Dark Knight Returns today like holy shit it's him it's the perfect Batman movie. It it is the perfect Batman movie, honestly. Like it, it's just so fucking sick. It it's it's Batman at at its core, and I know that Bruce Wayne is a playboy billionaire, but like, I think seeing him as Robert Pattinson's style. Almost fits the character better because it's less of a tonal shift, honestly. To mm-hmm. from Playboy billionaire that just fucks and is like the life of the party to this this edgy dude that just fucks shit up. Like, yeah. I think that but the I way Robert
2: Pattinson I think does some it, people are a little unfair comparing like Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne because if you watch Batman Begins and you pay attention to before he adopts the Bruce Wayne personality. Like, he's pretty similar to how Robert Pattinson was. Other than, like, he has long black hair that, like, kind of droops into his face. And he looks a little, like, edgier. But just the way they act is very similar. Like, like, Bruce is kind of a little spoiled brat at the beginning of Batman Begins. And they're kind of the same. It's just that he got to have an arc in in, uh, Batman Begins to where he became billionaire playboy bruce wayne and yeah. robert Pattinson hasn't had that yet which in the batman yeah. 2 is going to make it feel more earned when he becomes that because we're gonna seen we'll have seen a more fleshed out transition into him becoming right. bruce wayne do you do you so, think
1: that the batman 2 will kind of move into that more or that the universe so. is just so dark that it'll kind of stay with the edginess and
2: I think he I think they showed towards the end of the movie how much like they need him uh as Bruce Wayne to like step up and yeah. help with Bella Royale and you know do more for their community and and stuff like that. I think it's going I think it's going to be a big part of it. Yeah,
1: cuz like his uh his interactions as Bruce Wayne with like Falcone and and those kind of people they're really interesting and it's i love the whole oh bruce like john totoro's performance he weirdly acts like a father figure and it's so organic
0: and you kind of get this like that is what he kind of is in the comics
1: to bruce Wayne. yeah because i haven't read the comics so i don't know but like um
0: especially in long halloween carmine Falcone is saying Is always talking to Bruce Wayne, like I I owed your father a great debt. He saved my life once. And so if you ever need anything, you call me and um, Mm, interesting. Like I
1: I, I really love I (laughs) know my shit. I'm gonna go buy that shit tomorrow. Like I I really love this that, that aspect of Bruce uh showing his human side because like you barely get human Bruce outside of with Alfred and rachel rarely in the nolan Mm. trilogy but like you get it a lot in the batman
2: and oh yeah
1: the fact that he doesn't put on the playboy billionaire leaves room for him to show the human side which i really like so Mm -hmm. um i'm excited to see where it goes oh yeah and again i i I'm still kind of conflicted on the Joker and how how Robert Pattinson's Batman will react to the Joker because, like, you kind of get the emotion and the like, the freakout scenes with Paul Dano as the Riddler, so I'm I'm curious to see how it changes with Barry as the Joker. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I think Barry will be amazing, but I'm really curious to see
2: how the two of them interact more Yeah, because we just we barely gotta leave it i I think that that clip the deleted scene that we got was perfect Mm -hmm. so if it's just more of that then i think it's gonna be great yeah
0: um i'm gonna push us to dark knight rises because i love yapping but (laughs) i do want to try to keep this at three hours at the max we are pushing 240 right right now yeah let's Um, let's okay
1: let's get into this messy ass movie that we all love and all give five stars like yeah I'm really glad that Trey also loves this movie because it's yeah it it is a mess and it is fucking crazy but oh my god it is such a great Batman movie and it's a Mm -hmm. great Bruce Wayne movie um the first thing I wanna talk about is fucking Catwoman. Me and Trey were talking about this. Anne Hathaway's Catwoman is so underrated in this movie. I think that um all of the performances in the Dark Knight trilogy are like undervalued because of Tom Hardy and Heath Ledger. Yeah. That you you Especially don't Especially Aaron Eckhart. It-
0: and Aaron, Aaron Hecker dude,
1: he—you said it, bro. He should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor. He's so fucking yeah, the good. Dark in the Dark Knight, Knight
0: could have had three nominations for Best yeah. Supporting Actor.
1: Yeah, it really—it's insane. Like, I think that the supporting performances Of a lot of these movies are just overshadowed by the big villain. But I love Anne Hathaway as Selena Kyle. I think she's a great Selena Kyle, and I think that even as Catwoman, she's awesome. Like you get you get the the scenes near the end of The Dark Knight Rises where sorry uh she's like he he gives her the bath cycle and or whatever the fuck they call it and it's <laughs> like she's like I'll blow the wall and then I'm gone like that's Selina Kyle this greedy ass person that i mean you know obviously she comes back but, like she has this like humanness yeah. to her but like at her core she just is this greedy person she doesn't person. want to admit
2: it yeah, she likes she, to act. She, like she's all tough and and yeah. she only cares about herself. And if if, she, if her cards are stacked against her, and like she'll she'll make the right call if you just yeah exactly. Herself.
1: And I think that uh, like Zoe Kravitz does a great job, but I think that Anne Hathaway pushes the selfishness over Zoe Kravitz's performance. Like. I really love the care that Zoe Kravitz puts into... I can't remember the girl that she cares about that uh, that died, but... Um... Like, those scenes are super emotional, but, like... You don't see Zoe Kravitz being like, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm out of here. Like, I want the money and I'm out of here. And, also, the... There's this... I, I want to talk about the trailer for this fucking movie. Because... There's two, tra- there's two trailers for this movie There's the first one Where it's the kids singing the national anthem With the football field blowing up And it's like holy shit What is going on here This is chaos And <laughs> there's this voiceover And it's when uh, Selena and Bruce are at the like ball And they're dancing And she's like whispering In his ear This whole monologue And it's so funny fucking creepy and oh my god it's so good i i love selena kyle in this movie
2: yeah i like when she breaks into a safe at the beginning and yeah he he (laughs) says the safe is uncrackable and then she's like oh no one told me it was uncrackable (laughs) yeah no one told me (laughs) it's it's such a badass
1: moment where you're like. Oh shit! She broke into the safe, and then Alfred comes in, and he's like, "I'm dusting." Bruce is like, "I'm dusting for Prince," and he's like, "Why are you dusting for Prince?" And he's like, "I'm not dusting for her. Her Prince. I'm dusting. She was dusting for mine." Yeah. And it's like, "Oh my god!" She's like trying to find his own Prince on this fucking safe. Like, what is she doing? Like, she has this great subplot where it's it's
2: genuinely intriguing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet yeah. when you when you look at the Dark Knight Rises, I don't know why Christopher Nolan felt like he needed to jam so much shit into this movie. It makes mm-hmm. absolutely no sense. Like honestly, maybe this is gonna make me sound stupid, but it's a movie that like you kind of need to watch a couple times to like fully <laughs> I still probably don't even know everything that happens in yeah. movie. like every single scene they're referencing some news some new plot line. Like, at the beginning of the movie with Dr. Pavel and Miranda Tate and Ben Ben Mendelsohn's character and all these, like, plot lines, it's, like, it's a lot to take in on the first plot. And it's crazy because, like, you have all these plot
1: lines and Bane fucking kills all of these people. So, you're like, oh, shit. Like, I... I rewatched this last uh, last year, and I totally forgot that Ben Mendelssohn, like John Daggett, was even a character in this movie, because yeah, him trying to take over like Wayne Enterprises and become the CEO and all this shit, like it's inconsequential to the story, the overarching story, but it's still important and it's interesting. But like, there's so many plot lines in this movie going on that are not necessary yet you care about them it's weird yeah yeah
0: yeah and this movie is so excellent and i mean it it truly does going back to what you guys said it truly does like it takes multiple watches to really appreciate all that's going on like i remember first watch four stars it's messy it's not my favorite but it's still fun you know second watch i pick up more i pick up more of the plot four and a half stars okay this is actually pretty banging this is pretty peak and then last night we watched it and i was able to like actually get everything and pick up everything and every single one of the storylines is so good except one like just take out. Can Miranda you guess Tate. which one it is? <laughs> take out take out Talia Al Ghul as a character, and this movie is like
1: it's so fucking. This would be better
0: than the Dark Knight for me. I, That's what holds it back for me. Number one, yeah, Batman is that plot line. It's I so about, dumb.
1: It, it's super relevant too, because like Nolan's been doing this press tour right before, D- or before like with Oppenheimer and like even Dune. Like he's been you know going to hang out with. Villeneuve and uh and he was i just saw this clip today and he was talking about tenet and he says it's so much easier to go watch this movie and just feel it than try and think about it and talk about it and i think that rings so fucking true we were talking about it with tenet that it's so much easier to just feel it. it it was so funny cash i don't know if you saw it but like Trey didn't realize that at the beginning the guy that saves John David Washington is Robert Pattinson Mm
2: -hmm. like through
1: the backpack thing and there was like five minutes where Trey is just like "Huh?" and I think that The Dark Knight Rises has the same kind of thing where it's like you don't need to dig into this movie because it's messy as shit and it's got its issues but oh my god is it ever
2: fucking sick yeah, and yeah. when you when you watch it so many times, you start to think about all the storylines you crammed in, and how some of them don't really, like, go anywhere, and they could have been removed. Like, when you think about Daggett, like, basically he hires Bane to help him uh, consume Wayne Enterprises. He wants to take over Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. So he hires Bane to do a hit on the stock market, and basically bankrupt Wayne Enterprises so he can take it. And then... 45 minutes into the movie bane says i'm gonna kill you now and then that whole storyline's over yeah and yeah he basically just goes rogue and like you know, doing his own thing and yeah so i was like okay so why even put him in the movie like well this didn't really go anywhere so why not just skip Daggett it as a character when you look at talia you can completely pretty much take her out of the movie and it's the same movie it doesn't really yeah. change that much. It's the much.
0: same. It's the same movie, but better. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Exactly. I,
1: th- I I think that Nolan was almost trying to hang on to like trying to keep the political slash crime thriller aspect of the Dark Knight, where there's like these political ties and the mayor and all this shit. And then you know halfway through writing the movie, he's like, I don't give a fuck. Him and him and Jonathan are sitting in the writers' room. And they're like, let's just kill him off. Yeah. yeah like yeah it, it really it's so inconsequential like the first half of the movie you're like oh my god this guy's bad this guy's kind of scary like oh my god he because the the stock market scene is fucking sick it's so cool and glenn shout out powell. our boy
0: glenn powell yeah glenn powell is <laughs> like there's
1: there's no money here there's no money here to rob and Bane drops the hardest shit ever he goes then why are you here like holy fuck what a sick ass yeah, line oh my god it's such a good line yeah. and and that whole scene it it's intense and then it leads into that sick bike chase where they've got the stockbrokers like strapped to the back of the motorcycles yeah. and it's so fucking sick and, and, get and then all- that's when
0: we first get Batman back in action.
1: Yeah. And that whole scene is like, Oh, Selena Kyle stole Bruce Wayne's fingerprints so that Daggett could like buy all these shares to tank the Wayne stock so that it makes it seem like Bruce Wayne sucks. And he's fucking up Wayne enterprises. But then yep. the moment that John Daggett dies, it's inconsequential and it moves into something that is like way cooler and it's like oh man like that's cool but then the second he's dead you don't give a fuck you really don't and it the story just keeps going Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah and can we talk about tom hardy's voice in this movie bane i what it's
2: perfect i think it's awesome
0: and it's so unexpected for it to be perfect because reading the comics as a kid, I always expected these like this deep, like gruffled voice, and then Tom Hardy, Pain. like like that, literally because he's massive. But then Tom Hardy uh, comes in here in the uh, opening scene, which I want to talk about the opening and the ending to this movie oh in a God. sec. Um, he comes in here. And he's 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 just like um no no one cared who i was until i put on the mask and you're just like who the fuck is this guy and it becomes like this voice that is so terrifying dude
1: i swear that the audio mixing on bane they like had the entire dialogue and it's like this and then they took bane and just went like this Cause like they, you're watching it yeah. and then you're you're listening. I was watching with headphones on and it's like normal. And then Bane comes in and my fucking ears bleed. Like his voice yeah. is genuinely just louder than everyone's.
0: Yeah, it feels yeah. like he's
1: like, speaking into my soul and I love I'm, it.
0: I am here to give Gotham back to the people.
1: Dude, you you always talk <laughs> about cash and it's su- it's such the a people. stupid fucking line. You've come you've come back to die with your city. No. I've come back to stop you. Bane drops some I, of the hardest so shit ever. Oh my god, you've come back to die with your city. And Bruce is like, uh, nah, no, I'm here to like, of he of you. anything dude, better. He, like, dude, that's, 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 such that's a like a fleet odor line. line. Oh like, my I'm
2: writing god, the script. It's... I'm tired, I want to go to bed, I'll just, I'll, I'll switch I, I it out. I fucking later. hate that line, I'll, bro. I come back to stop you. And then they just never change.
0: Oh my and god. And the Bane drops, probably the most iconic and the most quotable scene from this movie. The where he the first scene he's fighting Batman and he's like, "You you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Oh I didn't god. see I the light till I fight... was a man."
2: i think the sewer fights the most quotable movie scene of all time yeah. every single line so wrapped. valid the way that scene starts when selena turns on him and he goes you've made a serious mistake and he goes not as serious as yours oh my oh, god yeah. are you kidding me are you and Dude, it's so crazy because, like his, holding on his best and and the camera zooms in on him and you're just you're stuck in there you see the. You see the fucking uh door come down and he's locked in there with Bane. Yeah. Let's not stand on ceremony here. Oh my Mr. god. Mr. Wayne. And then that's the reveal and then you see Selena's reaction, she's like, What the fuck? That's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And and every single line he gives in that in that entire scene is iconic shit. I didn't
0: see the light till I was a man and Dude, it's so then fucking... it was
1: blinding it's so fucking crazy because the build-up to that scene is like him and selena are like trying to plot and he's he's like bring me to bane and she goes your your mistake or something like that and you're like holy fuck they're about to meet and like i knew about the batman getting his back broken just from the comics so i was like holy shit it's about to happen but like they're going through and they're fucking up bane's guards the two of them and it's awesome and you get there and the showdown starts and it's like what you guys said it is so fucking cinematic and so intense it's crazy
0: and the 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 most terrifying part about it is you have bruce here and this is before he learned about like to fear death and he is just no no he doesn't care whatsoever (laughs) he is giving one thousand percent and just wa- And the craziest part is Bane doesn't even try to block him most of the time. He just stands there and takes like three or four punches. Yeah, this isn't like wails some lowly mercenary. This is an angry Batman. And Bane just stands there and takes it without moving. And then he'll just do a... Poof, poof, and Batman just drops. And you're just like... This can't be real.
1: Yeah, and like... Batman is taking fucking hits on Bru- on Bane, like he he is genuinely wailing on him, and then Bane turns the tide, and you get the, like the shatter mask. You- Bane is fucking smoking him in the face, and you see his mask start to crack, and it's like oh god. And I I mean, not gonna lie, I was hated how Christian Bale's mouth looked through this mask. It looks so silly to me. <laughs> he's just like. Ugh and he's got like the lip but then dude bane bane rips the fucking hunk of the mask off and it's just crazy also really quick one of the sickest villain moments i think i've ever seen gordon drops into the sewers and bane is or the guys are like he's dead and he's going through the sewers and they're like find him and bane's like or they're like there's like 15 sewer outputs and fucking Bane
2: goes follow him and just fucking smokes this dude and pushes him into the sewer it's crazy like while you're talking about this scene I put it in my notes yeah Bane is in the sewers his two henchmen brings (laughs) Gordon and he says why are you here and he goes "It's it's the police commissioner and he's like you I'm talking to you why'd you why are you here and he And he kills, uh, he kills one of the guys, and then he says, search him, and then I'll kill you too. And then the guy searches him. Like, Dude, he it's, it's just told him he was going to kill him. He yeah. says, search him, and then I'm going to kill you. And then he still searched him because he was terrified of not doing what he said, even though he just told him he was going to kill him. And that's, that's the Bane effect. I mean, he's absolutely terrifying. Even though like they did some they did some movie magic making him look massive because Tom Hardy's five nine and <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, like he looks six four as as Bane. Like they did some Gandalf shit. Um but yeah, I love I love that s- store scene.
1: It's dude, watching awesome. Dark Knight Rises, you could have cast him as fucking Carrie from the Higher Claw.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's but the store, at, at yeah, the sewer fight. I love how they uh, talked about the League of Shadows and how they were both members of it. And Bruce does his uh, his smoke his smoke things, and then he goes, uh, "Theatricality and deception are powerful agents to the uninitiated, but we're initiated, aren't we, Bruce? I love that shit so much, dude. It just connects so you even more to Batman Begins, and just shows you two people that." were in the same institution at the beginning but we just went different paths and they're just yeah sort of opposites of each other and um I've just I've got I've got some notes I can go over while Evan's yeah, gone yeah before we,
0: uh, just make sure uh, we, yeah, before we finish up
2: alright um so uh at the towards the beginning when Bruce is getting back as Batman and he goes and meets Lucius and uh He's like, this is normally the part where you would ask me like for a new upgrade or something. And he was like, oh, I'm retired. And he goes, let me just show you some stuff anyways. And then the stare he gives him as he's slowly walking over to the, to the door is absolutely hysterical. Um, yeah, because I love the- you can
0: tell what Lucius is thinking. He's like, check out my dope-ass secret door. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Look at all this cool shit I have. You might want to part of it. Yeah. Off. Dude, look at, look look at all these so toys. Well like,
1: yeah. Morgan Fre- Sorry, I had to step away, but, like, Morgan Freeman's charisma fits Lucius Fox so fucking well.
2: That was the perfect casting.
1: Yeah, it's fucking amazing. And, uh. Uh, yeah. It's just. Every scene he's in is entertaining, and his dynamic with Christian Bale just fits so well. Because, like, Christian Bale is kind of like a stoic dude but like he can bring it like i mean with american psycho he brings it but like he's just an entertaining guy and yeah Mm -hmm. i i love all the scenes where lucius is like oh shit, i got this i still go ahead yeah i i don't know if you take issues with this but like the the scene in dark night when he shows the the cell phone thing with the like sonar i don't know it's an it's a really interesting scene especially because like lucius is like this is too much i'm out especially from all the shit he's made visually i think it i mean nolan was working with what he had i think it looks kind of shit in the dark night <laughs> it's kind of jarring but yeah how how do you guys feel about Lucius coming back in Dark Knight Rises? After I love it. after him being like I retire and I, think I can't handle kind this, of
2: saying that like as long as that thing exists and they destroy right, the thing, yeah. then it kind of opens the door for him to come back. Yeah, that's true. Like he everything. does say, as long as this is a Wayne and Enterprise, that way, that's true. Yeah, um, but yeah, I guess like overarching i've got some a couple things i took down i wanted to go over but i just love yeah. bruce's arc in the movie i love where he starts and how we're instantly brought back into the world by talking about the ending of the dark knight and the effect that it had on gotham with the dent act and how batman's sacrifice uh kept the dent act intact and they've had eight years yeah, for eight years no fucking yeah um, crazy and then the the toll it took on bruce and how he's just a shell of a person that never leaves his house and has nothing to live for and he's just been waiting for like <sighs> in in the back of his head he's been waiting for the time where he's going to come back as batman and he just he doesn't see any any like hope for himself and he just wants to kind of go out there so he can die like pretty much and yeah the, Bruce you're afraid if I go out there I'll fail and then Alfred says no I'm afraid that you want to and so that's it's just I just love the arc of of Bruce getting back as Batman escaping the pit learning to fear death again and uh, you know finding something to live for and Alfred telling him about his dream he has where he's at the cafe in Paris or wherever and he sees Bruce and they don't they don't say yeah. anything to each other but he knows that bruce made it and um i just love that whole arc is just really really worked yeah seeing him like you know it's stupid as shit having him put the knee brace on and then kick through brick walls even though oh my god, his body's broken. um dude i love, I just how... love that <laughs> he fucking hangs from a
1: rope for like a week and then he's showing yeah. yeah yeah he's fixed yeah yeah hang from yeah, his rope still... and then
2: your back's not broken anymore yeah, hospitals better um, institute that um, Bruce escaping yeah, wh- the pit is like top 5 movie scenes of all time for me oh my it, god it's easily my favorite scene in the movie interrogation scenes the best of the Dark Knight him escaping the pit is the best of the Dark Knight Rises it's and fucking just, crazy I, there's, you, you just get so much Bruce Wayne and you get so much Batman and it's a Batman movie through and through and um <laughs> Uh, I love there's this little moment I don't no one ever really talks about it I don't know if y'all noticed it but when Bruce goes to Selena's house in Old Town the the start of the scene you hear Bruce in the hallway arguing with Selena's friend and he goes Mm -hmm. I don't think so I don't think so and it's so funny because it reminds me of Patrick Bateman when he's saying that and (laughs) they like no one ever brings it up or anything but I just every time I hear it I just think it's so funny um and peace has cost you your your strength victory has defeated you one of the sickest bane lines um uh alfred yeah, leaving I, bruce uh didn't really do anything that didn't really like that storyline didn't really end up meaning anything am am i yeah. wrong did i not know you're I miss not wrong or, like um, I, batman went about his life beating bane and saving the city just like he would have if alfred was there so uh, maybe Michael Kane had a busy, busy schedule and he was like, hey, try to write me out of it like halfway through. Thanks. I don't know. I don't feel like it, it did anything. And I mean, I get why he why Alfred did it saying like he he didn't want to help Bruce destroy himself. He wanted yeah. him to stop. And the only way he knew how to like threaten him to stop was by leaving. And Bruce said, fuck that. I'm, I'm Batman. Like. <laughs> no, that, that's not going to change shit he, said, he goes um, like
0: this, he goes, but Alfred I am
3: Ben and exactly.
0: then sprints up the yeah, stairs
2: okay. also, um, after Bruce escapes the pit and goes to Gotham to save the city, why did he shave? <laughs> dude the transition from him had living the in the pit to going the
1: fucking he's yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta he shave a fucking tr- that, that whole transition is crazy David. yeah, so
2: it's goofy, but
1: um I think that The Dark Knight Rises is, is the best Bruce Wayne
2: story we have. I would agree. It's where he I don't faces know if it's the best You know, Bat- know like, Cash
0: like you conflict. know Cash is agreeing with you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I know
1: you are saying like hard. it's the best Batman. Um it's interesting because like <sighs> rewatching this trilogy Batman's not in it that much. It's fucking weird to think about. It's really weird to think about. Yeah. It's an excellent Bruce Wayne trilogy. And the scenes with Batman are
2: fucking amazing. But, like... Yeah. Batman and is the weirdly one we not Batman. Batman is my least favorite. Which is probably yeah. The Dark Knight. It probably has the most Batman. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, weird. Weird. it's really
1: weird to think about. Because, like... it's an incredible trilogy every
2: scene yeah
1: (laughs) like the the more I think about it because like I've been outspoken that I like the Dark Knight trilogy more than the Batman yeah but when I think about it as a Batman project the Batman is just fucking Batman bro (laughs) like that's all I can say like you want Bruce Wayne and you want a Bruce Wayne arc watch the Dark Knight and yeah, you will get exactly what you're looking for, right?
2: If you go into uh, Dark Knight want- Rises looking to nitpick storylines and oh, this doesn't make sense, you're gonna have a bad time. There's yeah, gonna be a lot yeah. of things that don't make any sense, but if you go just wanting a good Batman movie and you want to see a good <laughs> character study of Bruce Wayne, it's perfect, it's a phenomenal movie, yeah, exactly. And, and like, uh, I've said this before on, on the scoop, but. I cry three different times during The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I was going to send you a picture of the bus scene, bro. <laughs> yeah, I just watched Manchester by the Sea a few days ago. Oh, okay. God. It's really sad. It's a sad movie, and it makes me sad, but it didn't cry. And The Dark Knight Rises, when Alfred's looking at Martha and Thomas Wayne's graves, and he's saying, I failed you. It's <laughs> it's to that. That scene should and be the, illegal. When, when um, the kids are on the bus and they all think they're about to die. And then they see an explosion go off. And then they think, that's it. They're We're like, it's dead. the bomb. And then, and then
0: they're like, yeah. no, it's the Batman. And then... It's yeah. yeah, and then he comes crazy, in that yeah. Batman score where it's like, and you're score. just like, fuck yeah, come in he my
2: fucking ass. did it. That's my fucking way right I, there. I was
1: uh <laughs> when I was when I was I went to the grocery store when I had that podcast on and it was playing your shit, and you guys are playing your favorite Batman songs. And Carl played the shit from the Dark Knight from the end of the Dark Knight. I was about to fucking floor it on my like residential street, dude. Hell yeah. The score in the awesome. Dark Knight nice trilogy so is so
2: fucking good. I think it is and slept it's so on. It's consistent, too. Throughout, like, yeah. they, they're slightly different. Each movie's slightly different, but like that yeah. motif is there through every single one. And it, it connects the movies in a way. And the third time uh, I cry is at the end when he's talking to Gordon and he says, Shouldn't the people know who saved them? And then he says, uh, a hero can be anyone, even someone doing something as simple and reassuring as putting a coat on a young boy's shoulders to let him know the world hadn't ended. And then he goes, Bruce Wayne? And then he flies off. And that's fucking cool. Well, it's
0: like a (laughs) callback (laughs) to the moment with Miranda Tate in Batman Begins. It's not uh, who you are that defines you, but what you're, I can't remember, Cash, you probably know it.
2: It's not who you are underneath, but what you do that defines you.
1: Oh my God! Yes,
2: that's what she says to him when he's leaving the hotel with the with the women, and he's like, "This isn't <laughs> me. Like this, this is you know underneath. That's not who I am." And she's like, "It doesn't matter who you are underneath. It's what you do." Oh my God! And then she goes, "Bruce, come on, bro, come the fuck it's on." Fucking that's awesome. It's that's fucking, fucking crazy. That's fucking awesome. That makes yeah, during it's
0: both good. of those scenes, all three of us are just like, oh,
2: God. Yeah. It's yeah. Nuts. uh and I, and I love... Last, last thing. Last thing for me. Um, yeah. I just love that they added that little connection between Bruce and Gordon. Normally, in Batman lore, they're just close because Gordon's the only uncorrupt cop in Gotham, and that's why they have a connection. But in this trilogy, they make it where Gordon is the one that comforted Bruce when he was a kid and the night his parents was killed and I just love that little extra layer between Batman and Gordon that isn't oh, yeah. in any of the other movies yeah, yeah it's
1: awesome like and one of the things like we me and Trey have been talking about it a lot it's off topic but like Chris Nolan is a filmmaker he has these big uh you know shots of the city skylines. In a lot of movies. And they're sick. And I heard you brought it up. Like, the shot in Batman begins when he's in the ice fields. It's straight out of Inception. And there's also a scene in Insomnia that is straight out of the same place. Like, bro has to have a fucking house there to just go film these mm. sick ass looking yep. ice fields. It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, he has a way of filming scenes that are supposed to be intense in a way that just fucking locks you in like the scene in the the mansion or like the fucking skyscraper when Joker comes in and <laughs> he's you know he's talking to the old dude and as soon as he grabs Rachel the camera starts fucking circling and it's so fucking crazy like mm-hmm a lot of the time you get filmmakers zooming in right to create tension. Nolan's like, nah, I'm just going to fucking circle this shit. And it's like seeing every aspect of this confrontation is going to shake me to my core. And Mm -hmm. I find that he just has a way of filming scenes that are supposed to be tense in a way that other filmmakers can't. And it just elevates that shit. Like, i think a lot about that that scene where he's just circling over and over and even he he has all these scenes that are like big scoping you know they're huge scope scenes of the skylines but then he'll cut into a different scene where it's like super close up and like the dark knight's a fucked up movie and honestly the scene where he's uh, you know after he pretends to be dead and he's got the fucking one gangster dude by the mouth with the the knife he could have easily just shown the guy going like he could have gotten away with that honestly but no it's Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stay close up on the Joker's face and it's gonna be even scarier than showing the violence that the Joker inflicts like yeah Right. And he does it with Bane too. Like he he just has this way of filming faces. It's I I can't believe I'm about to make this comparison, yeah. but like <laughs> Ingmar Bergman does the same thing with like character actors, where they can just document a facial emotion so well that it it conveys the tone of the entire scene purely from one person's point of view and one person one actor's emotions it's fucking nuts Mm -hmm. yeah except oh my god dude i was thinking about it we were watching <laughs> the dark Knight, and the first fight like after the that cringy line and bruce punches him in the face and his first little valve breaks and bane goes ur, ur, <laughs> and his moans uh, are so fucking funny sounding and it happens again <laughs> with like after talia stab- stabs him and he's like all fucked up and he's just moaning and it sounds so funny dude oh my god <laughs> (laughs) It's crazy. uh,
2: One last thing about Rises that was funny. I love how Blake and Matthew Modine's character, I I can't remember his character's name, but they're always bickering through the whole movie because he calls Blake a hothead and they don't get along. And they chase Batman into the alleyway and then he flies out in the bat. And he goes, you think that was him? (laughs) All those little little chuckles throughout the whole movie that just add yeah, up. Yeah, so you just good. have such a great time watching these movies because no one has yeah. such a great like sense of humor that it's not the he's right behind me isn't he stuff. It's just little yeah moments that don't hurt anything. They they're not they're harmless jokes, but they just they just lighten the mood and just Yeah. He's perfect at that. He's perfect at not ruining scenes with comedy and just putting them where they belong.
0: Yeah. Um, So I feel like that's a good place. I I gotta cut it off at some point, fellas. I know we could talk for another two hours about these movies, but I gotta cut it off at some point. Dude, that's crazy.
1: I think, like, you like us and then the film scoop and then fistful of films and fucking shot by shot. Everyone did Batman episodes and all of them were over three hours just cause like, yeah. there's, there's, so, just, much there's like so much to talk about. There's so much um, to talk about. We didn't even touch gonna... on
2: like three to four uh, people per podcast. There's like 10 movies to talk about. It's there's so much to go. over. Yeah. Like, yeah. well,
1: the, the shot by shot guys did every
2: Batman movie
1: and I can't even fathom that. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, Shout out for yeah,
0: so yeah i'm gonna cut it off not to cut it off but i'm just gonna finish it up here uh obviously we will have cash back on in the future uh because (laughs) that was so fun um (laughs) go follow it's just cash the butcher on letterbox right yes sir yeah go follow cash the butcher on letterbox he's also on tiktok he posts some of my favorite movie TikToks. Hmm, figure looking, figure looking, figure looking good. Uh, I'll never God, get dude.
1: over uh, the the collateral edit where it's like, there. You guys are talking about the audio slave scene. <laughs> it's like you want to talk about fucking vibes, <laughs> and Carl, Carl just goes, "You want to talk about fucking coming in your pants." Dude, it's so fucking
3: funny. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, go check out Cash and uh, his roommate Carl's podcast, The Film Scoop. Uh, it's a great time. Um, become a scooper, become a fellow ball cupper during movies. Yes. Uh, Ooh, cuppin- how how much are you cupping during the Dark Knight trilogy? The whole time. Oh, the whole time, constantly. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Opening absolutely. scene, to closing scene, stack is cupping. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, you, you got one hand it, on I the I thought remote. it
2: was obvious, but yeah yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, why am I even asking? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> become a fellow ball cupper. Uh, yeah, go check out theirs. They're on YouTube. They're on Spotify. You can listen. You can watch. I would definitely recommend. I'll put a link down below so you guys, if you're still listening at this point, you can go check out uh, their pod. Um, thank you for joining us today. Sorry. Oh, I had to burp. Thank you for joining us today on The Average Film Enjoyer. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, I'm Trey the Film Noob. Um, and then Evan is Evan0567 um, on Letterboxd. Uh, Tuesday, what are we doing Tuesday? Ratatouille on Ooh. Tuesday. And then next Friday is our Time episode.
1: Oh, um And we
0: will be inter- uh, reviewing Inception and Interstellar. Uh, Cash, if
1: you want on a cruise, I bring you back because Trey wants to bring Alan on to fucking. Slender. I never said
0: I wanted to bring. You oh,
2: keep saying you want to bring Alan on, dude. I need some Inception defenders, and I mean, I mean it's not a horrible idea because then you get an interesting perspective, and y'all can like debate yeah, about a bunch it. of fucking so just heads. like constant grazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: like today where know. we're just like, oh, come, come, come. Yeah, um,
2: yeah, it, it would be fun. Y'all can like debate about it because for some yeah. reason <sighs> now it's mid. I don't know how that. I need happens. to find an Inception like, defender
0: uh but yeah check out that episode next friday and then in two tuesdays we are doing ford v ferrari which i'm very excited for it's the better version of rush uh it's it's rush if rush was actually awesome um yeah and also
1: be sure i'm sorry cash close your ears on tuesday next week i will be reviewing dune 2 for the fucking boys because i'm seeing it on sunday so yeah Spoiler free uh, review. Spoiler free. Absolutely spoiler free. But I will be seeing Dune 2 on Sunday, so be ready for yeah. a review.
0: Yeah, so come join us for those episodes. <laughs> uh again, as we always say, please like, comment, uh, subscribe, comment down below uh what your thoughts on the Dark Knight trilogy is and whether the Dark Knight uh trilogy or the Batman is better. Uh so we want to hear your thoughts. We want to interact with you guys. Uh, If you're listening on this, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you're listening. Um, And yeah, we will see you next time. Oh, how do I end this?